Hey everybody, it's Kelly here. I just wanted to say thank you for your patience. I know the Nether Deep release schedule on podcast has been a bit erratic recently, and I just wanted to address that before we begin. There have been a few medical issues and some life events that have taken precedence and have delayed the production of episodes and the podcasting of those episodes later. I also wanted to say that this is the penultimate episode. There is one episode remaining for certain, and perhaps an epilogue episode following that. So welcome to the end game. The reason being for that is one of those medical issues that arose was the arrival of Orion Cecil Blog, Caitlin and Chris's kid. Uh, their son uh, came a bit early, he's very healthy, and we're very excited. I actually got to meet him, and uh, he is a lovely little boy. If you want to see some photos, I think there might be some up in our Discord right now, but um, needless to say, Caitlin and Chris are recovering, and we are going to be recording the final episode sometime in March. So it's going to be a bit longer of a wait there, um, and I apologize for that as you're going into this episode. It also means it's going to be probably a longer one, and I might split it up over two podcast episodes so that it's easier to listen to and download for your phones or wherever you listen to podcasts. So I just wanted to say thank you for your patience. If you have stuck with us this far, I cannot wait to show you the final episode and to really get into it and enjoy the end of Call of the Netherdeep. In the meanwhile, Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen is coming out very soon. Hopefully you'll listen to that as well. And I guess besides that, I hope you enjoy this episode. Dorktales presents Call of the Netherdeep. Hello and welcome back to Call of the Netherdeep, here on Dork Tales. I hope you're all doing well tonight. I'm your Dungeon Master Kelly, and you see him as my pronouns, and I am very excited to be on episode 32 of this module. Uh, Ten more. I think... What's that? Ten more. No, we don't have time. I know. You literally have a bun in the oven, and I don't want the oven to burn anything. Okay? <laughs> I don't think that's the way it works, but like... I don't have to do it. So like, yeah, no, we're on a, we're on a clock. We got to go, go, go. Thankfully, there's going to be a, uh, there's going to be a clock that's showing up in the middle of this game. Uh, it's going to be great. So, hey folks, welcome to Call of the Netherdeep. Uh, we are going to do a bit of a round table. Uh, hello right now. And then a couple of announcements, and then we're going to start the game. Uh, but before we do the round table, I just wanted to say real quick that Call of the Netherdeep is getting into a place where there is going to be a lot of high emotion, uh, and is going to deal with issues of, of depression, uh, maybe technically self-harm, uh, anxiety, and general bad feelings. Uh, if this is something that you're sensitive to, hopefully you are going to be able to um, to continue watching. But if you can't, take a break. We'll be here when you get back. And uh, as much as we'll miss you, um, we're always going to be here. You can always catch it on YouTube later if it's getting a little too real. Mental health is important. Take care of your own. Uh, and with that, let's go around and do a quick round of intros, starting with Robin. Hello, everyone. I'm I'm Robin. I use she, her pronouns, as does our lovely Goliath Barbarian, Keiko Scar. Um, and yes, I sound a little off still. Um, for those that haven't haven't seen me for a week, um, I caught COVID uh, last week and I tested positive at the end of, of Dragonlance. So if that's why I was very, very pale and dead looking, um, that game. So uh, I fought COVID all weekend and I'm testing negative, but I still have a little bit of residual voice and cough. So um, I don't think I'm going to attempt Keiko's accent today just because I don't want to strain my voice too much. Um, but I'm here. I have energy and I'm excited to play some D&D because, -D, um, damn it, COVID couldn't even stop me. 
before. That's true. We even recorded a podcast yesterday. Yeah, we did because I was taking one more day off work yesterday. So which uh, Patreon is going to be getting tomorrow? Ooh. All right. Well, welcome back. Uh, over to Krista. Hello, everyone. I'm Krista. I use she, they, or her, them pronouns, and I play Sabina Morden, our Lotus Den Halfling, Beastmaster Ranger, and Warlock, Hexblade Warlock, Coralon, uh, Rival to Arrival, and some other random names that I'm sure she's picked up along the way, um, and uh, her beast companion, the Moorbounder Dax. Nice. nice. Um, all right, down to Chris. Hello, uh, Chris here. I use he, him, or they pronouns, and uh, excited to be here. Getting close to the end of the Nether Deep. I said forty-two because of the Douglas Adam reference, but uh, I guess if, uh, if we make it five more episodes, then with the how tos and episode zeros, we should be at forty-two or forty-three. Ooh, okay. So those those do count. They're just not part of the episode chronology. Gotcha. So secretly forty-two. Awesome. Um, yeah, um, I play uh, Dorlin Wildrock, the hyper not focused gnome who uh, artificer who uh, finally has his healing prick that other people can use now. Other people can use his healing prick. Uh, there is so much wrong with that statement. We'll just leave it there. We don't need to get into that fan fiction trope. We don't. All right. And over to Caitlin. Hello, I'm Caitlin. I use she, her pronouns, and so does Zarya Rain, the tiefling cleric of the Raven Queen of the group. Nice. Uh, all yes. right. Uh, <laughs> over to Christine. Hello, I'm Christine. I use she, her pronouns, and tonight I play Zanata Vosh, our orc fighter of the Echo Knight persuasion, or you could just call her a Cuisinart. Buddy system. <laughs> yeah, I was. I went through like fifteen different names for that slide. I was like, Julian like Fries, Cuisinart, Magic Bullet. People might mistake but Magic honestly, Bullet. Honestly, when it comes down to it, she's her own self-perpetuating buddy system. It's true. You're your own best friend. Jordan's <laughs> redundant. And depend oh god bit. i just realized that be, that like in the in the crin empire you can be your own grandpa yep oh yeah yeah can you picture addressing in that song this song is quite unusual and this is how it goes <laughs> oh dear no nobody knows all right. Uh, so, folks, uh, we're going to be starting a game in just a minute. But before that, I just want to do a couple of quick announcements. I wanted to thank everybody for getting us to 130 patrons uh, and uh, over on patreon.com slash dorktales, 130. And a lot of people upgrading to the Prince of the Patreon tier. We have 13 of those guys now, thanks to Sorcerer Sanguine today. Um, nice. So I've had to officially rename it the Council, the High Council, because it's we got too many princes. There shouldn't be a war. So it has to be a council at this point. Uh, you're still all princes in my heart um patreon war patreon war i don't want it no i just want everybody to be happy um but uh i'm very excited for that i'm also excited that this sunday we are not only doing spell jammer during the day for everybody uh but starting at 6 p.m uh we are going to be doing a um episode zero for mage the ascension uh technocracy zero sum 
uh, just for the Patreon. So be sure to go check that out. We're going to have the episode uh, up shared. Uh, and then Monday we have on Patreon as well. Uh, Krista is running another episode of the, the guest star games for um, Strixhaven. And I'm in the middle of writing it now. I, I can share the title if you want. It's a, sure, it's, it's going to be so good. It's an episode called Every Trick in the Book. And it is, uh, Otheon's finished the maps. So the maps are all set up. I have imported all the tokens. I am having to rewrite all the monster stats. And I've told Christine about some of the monster stats and one of the monster special attacks at the end. And it's the dumbest thing in the world. And you're going to love it. Like, you're just going to giggle the whole time. We're we're still using the the encounter table at the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> there's so many encounters on that that I want to check out and and play with because they're so good. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, if you guys haven't watched uh, the first episode, um, if you are, it is up for patrons. Uh, you should definitely go check it out. Um, that entire cast was an absolute hoot. Uh, so go check them out. Uh, the next cast is going to be just as good. Uh, and I'm very, very excited to see what they do with it. It's going to be fantastic. Krista, read the chat. There's the thing I was mentioning. Oh, I know. I was trying to keep it together because, oh, my God, it's so good. It's so dumb. Um, uh, we, we're going to have a a um, centaur druid who teaches remedial arcanobotany, um, <laughs> and uh, we have a troll coach uh, who I, I'm not quite sure if he's teaching a summer intensive or if he's just doing summer camp, um, like a sports day camp for kids. You know what he's doing though? He's going oi oi oi. He, he best be <laughs> absolutely that, the uh, yeah we have some some really incredible characters some really incredible players so definitely come watch gonna be fantastic uh and then other stuff that you should know is that we have two new tiers up for the or two new goals up for the patreon uh so if you want more content from us we have uh at 150 patrons uh, bunny hearted our, our dear old millie is going to run a once a month star trek adventures game um which is going to be pretty fantastic. I'm very excited for that. And I might paint myself blue if I can figure out a way. Because Andorians don't have beards. And that's my problem. I want to be an Andorian, but they don't have beards. And I don't want to shave for just a once a month game. Although I'd grow it back by the next month. And then I'd have to shave it again to be pink. Uh, and then at the $200 tier. $200 tier. At the 200 Patreon goal. Um, at the 200 patrons is uh, a game of Avatar like the last airbender legends uh that i'm gonna run and i know that a bunch of people are queued up that want to be in that like pretty much everybody in this game plus bryn wants to be in that um because my cabbages bending... my cabbages my cabbages i just can i, I just cabbage want bender? To have... you can be cabbage bender right yeah uh, I, I just I, I can't wait to hear you describe the animals Oh, they have a list they got they better have a table i there's a generator you can make online. your own too right like yep there's a generator. I'll just use the generator. Ducks. So if you're so not cute. on the Patreon, you should definitely hop on, even on the dollar tier. Just just get those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Actually, these are incredible numbers. I had to re I had to revise the Patreon list last night, and it took me two hours of cross-referencing names and being like, is that that person? That's not their name they go by, but that's what they want on the thing. And then because <laughs> there's so many 130 people, man. It's great. You're gonna have to get a new. You're gonna have to get a second slide soon. I I have done so much work making that fit. It's ridiculous. Oh, I know. It looks it looks very very crammed. So it's gonna you're gonna have to expand soon. Yeah. Oh, 
Uh, and then the last fun thing that I have to tell you is that we are... Um, uh, we are having a special episode of something this Friday and next Friday. So, folks, uh, if you would like to join us, uh, there's a bunch of talk about Pathfinder and what Pathfinder 2nd Edition is. I'm a fan of Pathfinder 1st Edition, as is Krista, and Chris is, and like most of, most of, uh, Christine's a big fan of Pathfinder 1st uh, Edition as well, and Caitlin's played it a bunch. I don't know if you're a big fan, but you like it enough. Um, so we are going to take a look at Pathfinder 2nd Edition. We're going to do a character build this Friday, and the next Friday we're going to run through a session of Agents of Edgewater, where we basically are cops in the city of Edgewater. Um, or town guards. Oi, oi, oi. Uh, and we're kind of basing it off Brooklyn Nine-Nine from the sound of it. And I think I've I think I've shoddied Peralta. <laughs> it's either, I'm either going to be Peralta or Holt. Nice. Uh, I told you, <laughs> Holt has to be the DM. Why are you not having fun? I specifically requested it. <laughs> I, I was way. speaking with um, Travis uh, of the Onyx Path and Plastic Age Plays, um, and he said that he wasn't a big fan of Pathfinder. He loves their initiative system. It's the best system that there is in any game, but uh, or the action economy. He likes the action economy. Yeah, um, okay. But they they described it as if you really enjoy long division you will really like pathfinder and i was <laughs> like yeah i'm thinking of taking a like pre-calc class just for fun so then he was like ah you will love pathfinder <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah travis, is a, why I like travis is a great person That's so, to yes. Work with. um yes. So yeah, well, so you can, you under, you can understand us. why he likes the, the story path system, <laughs> right? <laughs> there's not as many numbers. There's not as many numbers, although it's still there's it's a little jumbly at times. Uh, but yeah, join us for that it's Friday night at 7 p.m. this week and Friday night at 7 p.m. next week. And uh, it's going to go on YouTube 24 hours later, so you can check it out. If you have any questions about Pathfinder, please let us know. Uh, and then the last thing is that if you have any questions about Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen drop it in the in the discord or on the posts about that over on youtube if you're watching there uh because tomorrow night on wednesday we are going to be discussing how to run the preludes in chapter one or chapter three technically the book's laid out much differently than most most uh wizards books so it's gonna be a lot of fun but that's enough about that we need to head into call of the nether deep y'all ready yeah absolutely all right, then, folks, strap in. It's time for Call of the Netherdeep here on Dorktown. Last time on Call of the Netherdeep, you continued delving in to the strange domain that is the Netherdeep. As you worked your way through, you transitioned from a place of deep, abiding regret to one of rage. The water around you in heat. Boiling Cacophonous waves and shards of ruidium jutted from walls. You made your way through, saying goodbye to your rivals who went to the east while you went to the west. You did a bit of investigation. Coming across a room where you fought a light devourer and then separated from them. Uh, well, separated them from their life, I suppose, found a secret room thanks to Dorlin being thrown through it and took a bit of a short rest inside of there. And that is where we're going to be hopping back into game right now. The small chamber that you find yourself in is no larger than one of those pedestal rooms. Here, it's about a 15-foot high ceiling, a sandy floor. 
covered with tarnished gold coins that you're spending time scooping into your bag of holding. Among the coins, you found two items, a ceremonial dagger made of jade and a stoppered vial, which Dorlin was able to determine contained not only a delicious bubbling purple liquid, but one that was able to cast a simultaneous spell of healing and heroism. Definitely something worth You took a brief rest. Now what do you do? Is there anything? It, it's just a small, small room, just a, right? It's just There's a small no room with a, with a hingeable door. That... That's what door that went through? The hingeable door? Yep. Okay. Which direction were we? We were trying to go south, right? Because we were trying we were to avoid the, the anglerfish. But, but that it. didn't work. Yeah. And then we got swooped up in the tide. <laughs> now outside, then... the water still is swirling and raging. Um, gotcha. Are you going to... How long are you going to wait inside of this room, scooping up and recovering? I guess however long that takes, slash a short rest, like half an hour, maybe? I guess, depending on how long you think it would take to get those gold coins. Mm, about a half hour seems good. If anybody wants to uh, wants to roll their hit points to regenerate some of those, anybody wants to mm -hmm. spend any hit dice? I think I will. <sighs> yeah, I can't go roll a hit mm -hmm. die. Five. Okay. Oh. That's good. oh, oh, ha. Keiko is going to, while we're waiting here, Keiko, since she doesn't have her axe with her, she's just going to start um, humming and singing, and she's going to play a song of rest while we're waiting. Nice. So anyone who uses hit die gets to roll an additional d8 on top of it. Nice. But you have to Sounds spend good. hit die to do it, so yes. minimum, minimum one. But yes, anyone who's partaking nice. can roll that. Nice. Good news. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, if, if the, the swirliness hasn't stopped by the time we've done that, um, are, are we wanting to brave the swirling water of death? Well... Why don't we tie... So, Zanata and I are the biggest and, like, probably the most athletic of everyone, minus Dax. Why don't we all tie all of us together with a rope? Zanata could have one end and I have the other and try and anchor the three of you in the middle. Okay, sure. Sounds good. That works for me, though. If I'm not bashing into any more walls, we might not find any cool places like this again. Just want to see it. All right, then, Dorlin, we'll tie you to the end of a rope and just tie and hold on to it so that you can flail around. Oh, I should probably not be concussed for this. You have a good plan. Perhaps I could um, lay out some 
some dense seaweed along the floor uh, for better grip. That's a good idea. Um, I will... How big is this room again? Let me look at the About map. 15 feet. Uh, it's got about the, 15 feet the, the ceiling. So it's, uh... Yeah, it's about... About 30... 30 square feet. It's shaped it, kind of it, like it a It looks croissant. like 30, 30 35-ish from where we are. Are you talking about the room with the swirling vortex? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's about it's about sixty feet by about thirty feet. Okay. So the so the from from the door that we come through to we want to go to the far south path, correct? Yes, the south uh, southeast path. Um. Awesome. Yeah. So I can. Uh, I would like to cast entangle. I don't know if it will actually help at all, but with the concept of mm. I'm gonna put down some rough terrain so that even though we're walking slow, maybe it will give a better grip. Okay. That's an interesting way to do that. I like that. Uh, so as you cast that, the vines are going to begin to rise up from the floor and you'll see that they're kind of being buffeted by the water, which is still swirling with a massive vortex in the center of the room, angry and heated. But the mm -hmm. vines hold. The magic anchors them. And you think that you'll have no problem making your way to them if you can just swim a few feet. And who's going first between the two of you? I'm I'm happy going first, uh, unless you really want to, Zanata. Go for it. Okay. As... Then let you let be guided then. And I'm gonna boop with a guidance. Oh yeah, I'm to add a D4. Nice. As you do that, as you put your hand down um, on on what nose forehead, where, where do you boop? On the nose. As you boop on the nose, all of you are going to feel a familiar kind of echo through you, and suddenly a vision crosses your mind. Oh. A soldier crouches over a dead commander in a plaza filled with the bodies of people. The weight of responsibility settles uncomfortably on her. Harbinger! She spits at Elixian. Warbringer! Omen! We sheltered you! Vision recedes. Oh my. Well... That was just as unsettling as normal. What? What do we know about this Nether Deep? Did it exist before Elixian was imprisoned? I mean, wasn't this whole area not under? Well, you said we've entered into a different plane. I wonder Maybe? if this is all just. I wonder if we're just in his head. I th I'm beginning to think you're probably right. Like if this this plane is some is is just like a manifestation or it were maybe we're inside his head actually ew like a giant brain well his um mm. mental state extended into Kilmoro Kilmoro <laughs> yeah Kilmoro um and and infected that 
beast, so it's possible that it's infected this plane as well. Perhaps it wasn't originally, but it is now. If it was meant to be his prison, it makes sense. Oh, yes, they did. Yeah, he was in prison, so mm -hmm. I guess he could have been imprisoned in this. They made a plane for him. He was imprisoned. He got powerful enough to start seeping through to kill Moro. I mean, to be honest, what's the best prison for, I think, anyone who's gone through stuff like this would be their own head. Yeah, All that having doubt. to re reli relive everything All those thousands of times. Interesting Twisting the memories, that. making them worse yeah. and worse. I mean, I do that all the time in my own head, and I've only lived the life that I have. And hundreds of years of that? Yeah, that would drive a person insane. <sighs> and no buddy system? Yeah. No buddies at all. All right. Uh, um, Insight roll. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, I need dice. Okay. <laughs> kind of helpful. These ones. Oh, classic. That's, classic. That's, that's the best response. Oh, that was great. I can't read these. They're gorgeous, but I can't read them very well. I'm like, oh, what is that? Natural mm -hmm. one for Kinko. I am good at this. That will be a three. Uh, okay, so Keiko, you are absolutely inside of Elixian's brain, and maybe you're just a dream of Elixian. Like, maybe you didn't exist before the Netherdeep, and you were just entirely <laughs> created inside of this. Maybe you're. Maybe that's why you're so bodacious. He's been lonely for a real long time, and he has pictured the biggest, curviest lady. And this is what you're going to be thinking. Like, this is my blow. Just like, <laughs> just like existential crisis just goes on Keiko's face. Um, what did you get, Sabina and Zarya? Eleven. Eleven? Uh, Twenty-eight. Z okay, Zabina, you're not going to quite clue into this, but Zarya, you are going to immediately recognize that every time you've had one of those visions in the past, um, mm -hmm. for the most part, they have always been when um, usually tied to something rather important. But most recently, they have been tied to the acquisition of those moats, regardless of whether or not you or the rivals got one. Oh, true. So you're going to kind of intuit that maybe they're making some progress. Mm. I think the race is still on. Let's go help the Oh, yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah, we're in his... We're, we're, <laughs> guys, we're, we're mm. figments of his imagination. We're not even real. Oh, I don't believe anyone could imagine me. I don't believe I mean, that either. Um, in his brain. Uh, I was made up. Bodhi was made up. I was given a life. Zanata's going to pinch Keiko hard. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're real. Yeah. <laughs> Sabina's just like quietly wrapping a rope around her middle just like reaching out and just like <laughs> tying it on perfect and just kind of getting oh, around and tying everybody else yep. let's chat more splat let's go all right yes we're at a race right yes uh, mm -hmm. cake will step out into the swirling vortex of doom 
All right, stepping out into the swirling vortex. Uh, as you do, um, I need you to make me a strength. Uh, give me a strength saving throw as you try to move across the room. Okay. Does the seaweed help? <laughs> you may make the roll with advantage. Ah. <laughs> you eat to the rescue. Um, that is good because I rolled a five for one of them. Um, oh, so ni oh. 19 plus five is 24. Okay. Ooh. All right. So you are going to be able to swim to the other side of the room, hitting the lower, uh, the, the lower passageway into the southeast. Um, now, like I said before, there are technically four passages out of the room, including the one that you are, but you swim along the southern wall, pushing past the uh, the secret door that you pushed through before that is since shut um, to the south, but you recognize roughly where it is. Um, you push past it, and uh, as you do, you are on the other wall. Now, not just that, though, you also have the benefit that uh, you are dragging others with you. So between your help using the, the tow line uh, and the kelp on the floor, the sea kelp, um, you're, sorry, I want to say, it's a dumb joke. Um, but what this means is everybody needs to make me a strength save with advantage following Keiko. Okay. Oh my gosh. What happened? What happened? <laughs> Double fours, so uh, six. Oh. Okay, so what is your marching order? Uh, I think I'd actually be by Zidata, um, buddy system and all. I was going to be at the back. Okay. So one of the other strong ones anchoring, and I got 27 on my. Okay, so save. who is going after Keiko? Is it Sabina? Um. For, yeah, for probably for um, height-wise and distribution, I think it would be best to cool, do then it that put, way. Put Zarya in the middle. Okay, so yeah. uh, going down the list. So Keiko, you made it through without a problem. Uh, Sabina, what'd you get? Uh, Sabina got a 14, and Dax, okay. who I'm going to guess is like fully at the back, attached to Zanata, um, uh, okay. with a 16. Okay. Uh, Zarya, you got a what? 18. All right. Um, so, uh, heading behind Dorlin, you are going to get buffeted around pretty hard. Now, even though you're on the tow line, uh, what's going to happen is you're going to be kind of like whipped out into the floor and then slammed back against the wall. Um, you are going to suffer some damage from the Ruidium spines on the wall. Uh, you're going to suffer five points of piercing damage as you slam into the wall again. And I need you to make me a charisma save, my friend. Okay, I'm retiring this day. Uh, that'll be a 10. Okay, you're going to gain a level of exhaustion. And uh, let's... Uh, let's increase Oof. that corruption count by one. Oh no. Uh, you are at corruption three now. Uh, Not so the most corrupted you... anymore. It's true. Uh, smashing into the wall, there is going to be a... A strange pain as the ruidium breaks away from the wall and begins to kind of dig and burrow under your flesh. Uh, you are going to suffer a level of exhaustion, and in addition to that, um, the ruidium is going to begin to kind of fester a bit in your flesh. The next time you look down at it, uh, you are going to see the following. Uh, the skin 
where it is touching, probably around any exposed flesh that you have, like your face, uh, kind of probably like along your ear and the side of your jaw, is going to be crimson and blistering. Boils are going to start erupting down your throat that are going to weep kind of a pinkish pus. Ooh. All right, so... We have to breathe that in in the water. Yum. Yeah, it's mostly just a weeping sore. Like, it is just absolutely awful. Um, so, as the rest of you are going along, uh, Zanata, you got like a 29 or something? Uh, 27. Perfect. Yeah, you make it across without any problem at all. Um, and before long, you all are going to press into the next chamber, dragging a, a rather bloody Dorlin behind you. Mm. As you make it into the next room, though, what you are going to see is going to be a bit, a bit surprising. Bracing for the worst as you swim into the next room, you're expecting that probably down for another encounter, another hide and seek away from whatever creature is awaiting you there. But when you reach it, what you're instead going to see is that this cavernous space expands and contracts like the lung of a living, breathing creature. Natural fissures in the floor belch out columns of steam and bubbles, and the water here is warm. Red lights also emanate from these vents, illuminating the chamber and the mouths of the tunnels that lead away from it. Um, what you're also going to see, just, just looking around, is that at the far end of the cavern, you can see the remains of a battle, a monstrous fish with a red-streaked body that you are going to recognize as one of those slithering bloodfin things, like the one that took um, that took uh, Irvin's arm, and a swarm of those little angry fish, like the sad fish that Dorlin fought, they're all dead. Death tuna. Floating in... What'd you say? Death tuna. Death tuna. Those they're, things are bad. Um, they are all dead. Do you think the rivals did this? What the? They're not called the rivals. <laughs> Boy, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still a little brain foggy. Um, and as you are looking into the water, you're going to see that the um, uh, the vents in the floor are like flaring with this bright red light. Ooh. The room is oh, very hot, yes. actually. Do you think they did it? I think they the did. Maybe we should go the other way then. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's possible. We could Keiko's, use the stone to find out. Yeah, I was going to say, who is the stone? Keiko had yeah. it, but then passed it off to someone. And then I don't know who has it from there. And then someone took it back because Keiko went, yeah, Keiko went with Ayo, right? Yeah. I feel like it was Sabina. I thought that was that your idea. That seems like a Sabina move. <laughs> I guess so, because I was the only one that stayed back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Uh... Or did someone else stay back, oh, I too? I think I stayed... Did you... It was, it was I you or Zanata, I think. Yeah. Anyway, been too long. Uh, <laughs> let's say Sabina has it for argument's sake. Sounds good. Um, She'll pull it out and I don't think Sabina's ever used it before and kind of hold it out in the middle of everybody. <laughs> you roll me percentiles. Sure. It would help if I... Oh, look at that. I even have a set right there. Uh... Hmm? 
Nice. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. So nice. <laughs> okay, so you're, it's going to like sound, you're going to, you're, you're kind of distracted as you kind of are tuning it in, going to like beep, beep. All you're going to hear is the sound of like the undulating chamber. Uh, and as all of you are inside of this room, you're starting to get warmer and warmer, seeing the bubbles erupting out of these fissures. Um, you are going to, um, e as you are waiting for this, uh, I'd like you all to make me a, a constitution saving throw. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's much better. Oh, that's not great. Uh, 26? I'm going to use my determination. Sounds good. Make that a 16. Yeah, I'm going to use my determination make that a 17. Okay. Yeah, 16. All right, and uh, <laughs> Sabina? Hang on, I'm mathing. Uh, Dax has a 23. Okay, Dax is fine. Um, uh, oh, I'm going to use well, my determination to make it a 13. 13? Okay, uh, that is going to not be good. So as you're floating in the room, um, the vents on the floor are going to suddenly flare even brighter than they are right now, including the ones that lead under your feet. Uh, everyone who is in the room at all is going to do me a favor and take uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 13. Uh, that's going to be, on a fail, 19 points of, of uh, fire damage. And uh, on oh. a success, uh, that is going to be 10 points of fire damage. Or probably eight, nine points of fire damage. Uh, and if you are a tiefling, that is going to be four points of fire damage. Oh, kind of toasty. Um, sorry, what's a, what's a success? A success is, pardon yeah. me, that's a great question. Uh, so uh, everyone but Sabina. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad I spent my determination. I'm glad you did too. Um, you can you can just feel suddenly the vents will erupt uh, behind you, and you can see the passageway behind you. the The tunnel is full of this boiling water. Uh, it's behind also us, also cook. yes. All right, forward. Keiko's gonna start swimming forward then. If the passage behind us is looking worse, absolutely. Right so. On. Uh, you have swim speed of 30, which means if you do a full move, you will be able to make it into the next tunnel. Yep. Let's go. Swim, okay. swim, swim. All right. So swimming forward, you make it into the next tunnel. And uh, if everybody is swimming there, Sabina, you are going to get reception right as you pass into the next tunnel way. Hmm. Hello? Hello, Maggie? is this thing on? Maggie, it's Sabina. Oh, hi, Sabina. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Maggie. Um, well, it's all of us. Are all of you there? Yeah. We're here. We're, um... Did you, did you guys have a battle with one of those fin creatures that got Orvin's arm earlier? Were you guys in a really hot area and, and the death tuna yeah yeah and then it got really hot so we swam and then we went through a room with a really big whirlpool okay did you go north in the whirlpool yeah we went north okay we've crossed paths um we just 
we're in the whirlpool room and oh this place is weird um i gotta go uh uh oh is everything okay uh, you're oh. going to hear the sound of like a bubbling scream come over there ah that has a lot of tentacles i'll call you back good luck yes oh. Should should we should we maybe go check on? I mean, it sounds like they just went to were in the same room that we were that we missed them. I don't think okay. we would be catching up to them. And I don't know if going through boiling water would help, or if these doors even go the same place. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just keep going forward. The tunnel that you're in goes for quite a ways. For about 150 feet, you find yourself wandering and walking through these strange kind of like undulating tunnels, like walking through a stone-crusted intestine. Continue forward, though, and soon you are going to find yourself in a huge chamber. Now, inside of this chamber, you are going to see that floating 20 feet above the floor in the middle of this chamber, and rotating slowly on a slightly tilted vertical axis, it's um, a ruidium sphere, pockmarked with a crater-like indentation. Two giant sharks, their mouths closed, crusted with, with ruidium, much like their skin, once swum around it in opposite directions, but you can see that they since have been, um, well, they've been killed very dramatically by the other party. However, as you are in this room, um, you are going to see that, um, The Rudium Moon in the center of the room has dozens bloodshot eyes opened along its frame. Are they all the same color? They are all kind of a milky, pale, kind of jaundiced yellow. And as you enter the room, um, I need you to do me a favor. Everyone here needs to make me a wisdom save. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. oh no! My favorite. <laughs> I'm within. I'm with my friends. Yes, I'm with my friends. <laughs> you also still have guidance, I think. That'll be oh, a dork tales. Yeah. Okay. For an eighteen. Oh, nice. 18? Really? Amazing. Yep. You are fine. For natural oh, twenty oh. for an eighteen. 26. Three, four. 26. Four. Okay. What? Uh, that, that's a seven. Okay. For Sabina. And, and I don't think I passed for deck. Con is two plus six uh, plus nine is 15. 15? Okay. So Dax will actually be okay. Uh, Zanata, what did you get? Uh, 14. 14, okay. Uh, so, here's the deal. Uh, 
the Keiko you told me first. Keiko. Mm-hmm. Okay, and perfect. Keiko, in your mind, a voice that sounds like Elixian says, Those you love must die for your grace. While within 30 feet of you, as long as this curse remains, your allies have disadvantage on saving throws. Oh no, and I am compelled to be near them with my thing. That is beautiful. <laughs> Sabina. In your mind, a voice that sounds like Elixian says, Embrace the malice that swirls deep within your heart. It does within mine. You can no longer take the help action, nor can you use a spell, magic item, or class feature to restore hit points or grant temporary hit points to another creature while this curse is in effect. Ooh. Okay, two clarifications. Yes. Can Dax still give the help action? Dax was not affected by this. Fantastic. Uh, and secondly, if I cast my little pond and someone else happens to walk in it, <laughs> no, does that you cannot. You cannot cast a spell that that heals anybody. But it he no, 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 heals another person. I can heal myself. So if I cast the pool, use a healing charge, and it sits there for someone, it to will walk not affect through. anyone but you. Okay, that's nice. perfect. Just wanted to I mean, make sure. A Dax really can, bad, I'll, but... I'll, I'll give you a Dax, but I'm not giving you that. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, hey, you know what? I got a weasel that I can weasel. I know, you got a weasel. Uh, and Zanata, in your mind, a voice that sounds like Elixian says, Victories will bring ruin. It's mine. While within 30 feet of you, allies have disadvantage on their attack rolls. Oh, Fuck! <laughs> Does that count for her echo, too? I feel like your uh, Oprah just yes, getting the echo is her. to everyone. Okay. You get a disadvantage, and you get a disadvantage. Oh my god. So, I have the saving throws, and then you have the attacks. Great, we're, we're just a good team. <laughs> and I'm and exhausted, I'm so I'm rolling disadvantage on everything now. Well, and of course, we don't know this. Yep. This is either. beautiful. I love it. So we have to act like we normally would. Yeah. Uh, Everyone well, gets disadvantage. You get disadvantage. You get disadvantage. Exactly. I mean, and I want like oh, Keiko God. wants to be. I have uh, the I have the compulsive friend one. Like I I want to be near my allies to not be frightened. <laughs> wow. Oh boy. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh my God, this is rough. And uh, the other party did not get away with uh, very well either. Just so you know. From here? From this, no. They, uh... Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, so, looking at this room, you can see that there is a chamber immediately to the left, that, like, the, like the one that you swam through. Um, it is open into a small ivory chamber, or, or one of those ivory podium chambers. Um... And in the middle of the chamber is a half-buried stone, stone statue of Elixion tilted back at a slight angle. Bits of it have been broken off and tendrils of ruidium rise from the damaged areas. A dull... Uh, that's it. That's all you'll see, actually. Uh, because... Pretty sure... Moment. Yes, uh, so that is all you will see, because I realized that, that Galsariad would have taken the other thing. 
<laughs> That's fine. <laughs> uh, so as of here, uh, there is only one path passageway that you can see, and it leads directly to the north on the other side of this moon. Uh, but once the moon looks at you and you feel Ruidus's baleful gaze land on you, that's it. Doesn't appear like anything else occurs. Um, I'm gonna mm, go towards here. the moon. Okay. And just kind of swim up there and just kind of look at it for a little bit and look at one of the eyes and you know what, it's Dorlin, so I'm gonna poke one of the eyes and just see what happens. Are we still tied together? Yes. Alright. Maybe I not. The knot is up there with Dorland then. <laughs> He's huh? gonna try and then get stuck on the rope. Yeah. <laughs> Just as you uh, as you poke it, um, you are going to feel a a strange shiver through you that's going to Ooh. just be kind of like this internal revulsion. Ooh. Yeah, let's what? let's why are you poking it, Dolan? I think Why that's the first thing that I really going? just don't ever want to poke again. Let's get out of here. Yes. And Swim look up. Look back at it and just be like, Ugh. Come on, Zanata. <laughs> Body system. All right. Oh, do we do we still need to be tied together, though? Oh. Do we still want to be tied together? <sighs> Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dorlin will untie himself. Does Dorlin have Sabino much of a swim speed? Uh, 30. You all, right. all have a swim speed right now. No, I'm asking how much, because Zanata has double that. Yeah. Um, I think she's going to grab Dorlin and, like, sling him towards her back and then go swimming. Oh. <laughs> We all right. <laughs> She's just gonna go up to the entrance, like where this space kind of ends a bit, and see what's next. Try to be careful about it. Inch into the next room. You will see that it is a pit, devoid of the thermal vents that you've come to be, you become accustomed to. The floor is strewn, however, with humanoid skeletons, clad in rusty armor, as well as the bones of other creatures. Tendrils of ruidium weave along and through the battlefield like ivy. In the center of the room, shining spear stands upright, its shaft emerging from a pile of bones rusting weapons. Oh, that looks ominous. That looks we go very ominous. Uh, oh, anybody, who, anybody who wants to can make me a history roll. Oh, I'll try sure. my best. Yeah, I'll try have, that. It, it, skill checks are on a disadvantage yet, oh, right? Yes, no, for me, they, they are, are for one. Dorlin because of his exhaustion. Oh, no. 16. 16? Okay, Dork no, I uh, still real shit. Getting retired tonight. Um, fast a three. Okay, anybody who rolls higher than a 15 uh, is going to be able to recognize that that looks like it is Elixian's spear. From any art you've seen of him, any visions you've seen of him. 
the one that he used to fight his you. battles. The ones that he used to um, to face Grumpsh. No wonder why he isn't doing so well. He doesn't have his spear to fight off his own inner demons. His we should take that what? and give it back to him. Hmm? You want to go grab the spear that's in a bunch of pile of bones stolen? Looks cursed. They're just bones. Yeah, but but they probably were attached to living people who then perished near the spear. There's been a lot of memories of dead things here. I, you know what? I, we haven't been sucked into a vision yet, so I'm guessing it's real. Before before you run off and get yourself killed, um, I would like to try something on you, Dolan, if that's okay, because you look rather pustulous. Um. I've been meaning to try this and I just wonder if it's going to work. And she's gonna like slap some like diamond dust from her pocket onto she's got a glove on kind of mm -hmm. onto your pustuly neck area and I wanted to try a greater restoration on you. Okay, greater Ooh. restoration. Uh, you feel the power of the Raven Queen flow through. Even in this place so far removed away from the old world flows out through you and as you cast that you may um, I believe Great Restoration what is its alleviation of exhaustion? Just the level by one. Okay. Uh, Dorland, or ending some effects on the target but I, I was going to do that one. Okay. Dorlin, you'll lose a level of exhaustion. However, the Ruidium contamination remains. It is beyond the scope of your power. Ooh. Thank you. Good to know so, that. Little, little mm. tingly in a good way. Now I can go get myself killed. <laughs> well, <laughs> I really hope you don't, but. <laughs> well, I haven't yet. This is true. Unless anybody else thinks, I mean, oh, I think we gotta go this way anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. So let's get get into the. Okay, Toe. Did you use the guidance yet? Um, how long does it last? Oh, uh. Because I've I've rolled like dog on all of my rolls, so I haven't even added guidance because it's 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 not been of use to me. So if it's like a minute, it's probably gone. It's only a cantrip, so it's probably a minute. Yeah, so it's probably uh, up to a minute. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, Keiko rolled like dog on her on her roll, oh, so no. I didn't even bother <laughs> adding guidance. Four was fine. I don't think it's gonna help a four. Oh, that's fair. Um, I'm going to uh, boop you with guidance then, darling. Sweet. Yeah. Come on, Zanata. Let's go. I will slowly swim behind Dorlin. Kind of making maybe a little bit of space, though. <laughs> As you swim through the room, you're going to pass rows and rows of skeletons, those who died during the Calamity. You'll see the bones of humans, giants, mastodons, and moorbounders littering the ground. Dax, as he looks in, will kind of make a bit of a, like a meek noise as he kind of swims by a couple of uh, skeletonized moorbounders. Hmm. Ominous. 
spear at the center of the room. The spear at the center of the room shows no signs of rust, decay, or ruidium corruption. It is unlike any other thing that you found in in both this chamber and the rest of the Netherdeep. I will get a, very close to it, and then I will stop for a moment, look back at the rest of them. And then reach for it and grab it. <laughs> you had your chance. <laughs> yep. As you do, a low growl reverberates through the cavern. As the sound fades, a soft, melodic voice says you shouldn't have done that the voice comes from a translucent pale blue figure of a child who appears to have materialized out of nowhere floating next to him is the slender sculpture of a man carved out of ruidium bearing a solemn expression I'm Theo says the ghostly boy he points to the ruidium golem this is Elixion the hunter. It has come to destroy you, but it won't do anything as long as you're with me. We must go now. You want to save the Apotheon and end his nightmare? Well, that's why we're here. I will travel with you then. For a time. What are but you doing? But the second you leave us, he's going to try and kill us. He will hunt you. Right? Forever. I see. And his name you said was? Elixion the Hunter. Hmm. Like the name of the Apotheon. Mm -hmm. Is there a way to dis... Someone can dispel this golem? Mm -hmm. I imagine you could use the spear or your axe sword Kago's gonna try cast the spell magic your spell lashes out bounces off of the target can I Welp. still holding on to the spear can I like swim up to the golem and just start looking around it and investigating it and just seeing what I can tell <laughs> sure you absolutely can uh, it's a medium sized creature uh, made of pure ruidium. Was it always like this? Like, did it start out as a person, maybe, and then got, like, like what's happening here on my face, or... Weird. No. I believe it just... I believe it just arose one day. Huh. I'm gonna poke it. You may you may do so. It it is absolutely solid to the touch. It is I a pure, to... beautiful statue carved out of ruidium. Oh wow. 
because yeah, of the green screen, but you get the idea. Yeah. I really need to get into golems. I could probably make a few things like this. Are they not powered by magic? Why didn't that work? Oh, I... Ghost boy? Theo? Because... Power needs your... And what about you, Theo? Why are you here? Hmm. I'm just here to Not watch. that I'm complaining. <laughs> I don't have to guide you. I no, thought no, that no, the no. others would come in here, but they went a different path. Hmm. Well, so we, we were just curious it, how you ended up down here. Not many yeah. things sentient seem down here. Always been here. Were you here before the Apotheon? No. Here before. I knew it were in his head. Mm. We're in his brain. I think all Confirmed. will be revealed if you keep... Anyone so... who is interacting with Theo, as you're looking at mm -hmm. him, he is the spitting image of the childhood visions of Elixion. Mm. And uh, Dorlan... As you mm -hmm. are, um, as you are holding the spear, um, you are going to feel a tremor as you lock eyes with this young boy, and everyone here is going to have another vision. A guttural roar leaves the throat of the young warrior as he cleaves through foes in front of him. His rapid breathing makes allied soldiers around him skittish. Moment of malice. This is to another. Get on his bad side. You say as you look at the golem, and or you feel as you golem, and then. Oh. Um. Oh right. Um. The spear. I'm gonna take a closer look at the spear now that <laughs> I remembered I have it in my hand. Cool. It is a it is a flawlessly crafted spear of antiquity with um ancient um, um, basically perfectly counterweighted at the bottom so that it can be used um, with maximum force. Uh, it's going to have the properties of um, uh, do you want to attune to it, I guess is the question. I feel like that's a trick question. <laughs> but yes. Okay. So taking a few minutes to attune to it, I will uh, I will send you its stats. So it is a it is a long spear, like a normal spear. Uh, so it will do its usual thing in terms of damage. Oh, it's a spear of anxiety. Would you like to? You seem to know your way around here. Mm, We're used to trusting random strangers, so let's follow the ghost boy. Uh, Theo wasn't. I feel like it's our best option right now, Dolan. 
Theo. <gasps> Nathope. Sorry. Theo. Theo. What? Theo Nathope. Anyone here can make me an intelligence check. Yeah. Mm. That sounds like a good maneuver. Oh. Uh, that'll be a 15. Uh, 16. I rolled 17. a nat natural <laughs> 20. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this to Keiko. Nice. Keiko, uh, I would like yeah. you to direct your eyes at the chat right now. Yes. yes. Ah. Yeah, I was, I was trying. I was trying. <laughs> You're gonna see just like, oh my ask God. him how to spell it. She's gonna like ask Dorlin to show her the letters, and then you're just gonna see her like <laughs> write in the sand and rearrange it. And she's gonna go, The Apotheon. Oh. You sneaky little bugger. So we're in the Apotheon's Elixian's head with a, a iridium golem that is Elixian the hunter and with a child that's the Apotheon. With visions that all think that we're him as well. Yes. It's all confusing. It's like... <laughs> it's all connected. It's like an Elixian inside of an Elixian. Inside of yeah. an Elixian? Dorlin pulls out a rolling cork board from somewhere with yeah. rings <laughs> all over it. <laughs> Yeah, just pulls it down <laughs> from screen. Just wait. Pointing at it with the spear. Yeah, yeah. exactly. God, I, I feel like if anyone would break the fourth spear. wall, right? Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind following you, Theo. That sounds like a good idea. Yep. Did you meet? You so you had, didn't meet the the others yet, have you? I heard them. They met with. That unfortunate. Hmm. Well, the thing to the south. Yes, the poor unfortunate orb. They were unfortunate. They woke the red room. They woke the Ew. red moon. Uh. And who would be foolish enough to cast a spell or touch something? So. Please. Right. He will begin floating off to the south, <laughs> heading back through that yeah. chamber. No follow idea. Him? <laughs> Let's yeah, follow. Okay. Uh, following him to the south, you are going to head back into the room, and as you swim through it, um, yeah. No. Meet, meanwhile, Keiko's just like asking him. He's like, "So you're the Apotheon, but the so you're the younger version of him. So you talk about." the older version of yourself memory in the first third person because he doesn't feel like you yet right i'm th i'm just theo oh my god i've read this play i've read this play this is his childlike innocence maybe <sighs> or his hope that sounds interesting that's a wonderful philosophical quandary does that mean that the Apotheon is devoid of hope because I am presently with you, if that is the case? Does it mean that I was lost throughout his life of suffering, or does it mean that 
that there is a shining beacon strong enough that it can create an apparition such as myself. That one. But let's go with like that one. This. That would be helpful. Strong emotions have been scattered. That's what it feels like. And if we are inside of Elixian, you haven't really left him, right? Exactly. I imagine you will find him eventually. I hope you find him. Perhaps. Um, Seems awfully smart for childlike innocence. I don't know about that one. <laughs> he floats into the tunnel that you swam through to reach here. The one that was all the way from the room with the boiling vents. Um, It's boiling in there. I don't know if we want to go back that way. We don't have so. to go all the way. You should go here. He gestures the wall next to where he is standing along just the beginning of the mouth of the corridor almost we Here. can't go through walls of course you can't Dolan can <laughs> Dolan can Dolan yes. has try throw me at the wall Sonata <sighs> just full platform nine and three quarters oh my goodness <laughs> No, I think it's gonna be like the discus sort of thing, like right, just <laughs> just full hammer, hammer throw. throw. Yeah, <laughs> just grab him by the feet and throw him through the water. Ham gnome throwing. Nice. Are you gonna do that? Okay. Uh, flying yeah. through the wall. So, your... so Zanata's the gnome flinger now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Everyone takes turns. Uh, Dorlin, you're gonna impact the wall. It's gonna be like. <laughs> And then it's going to... And going to kind of hinge inward, revealing that it's actually a door. Oh. Good job, team. So we just have to Good constantly job, go along, walk, touching all the walls to find secret doors. Is what, what yes. the motto's here. So, yes. Apparently. <laughs> I can find doors walls if you really want. But you'd have to get it, like, perfect. Yes. Uh, true, we, but we, I think we, I think it's better if he's not concussed. I think we already we already figured yeah. that out, didn't we? Fair. Brain damage is not a necessarily the greatest thing. No. Okay, we'll make our way through the door. But I got a weird <laughs> idea now for like some sort of variation on a catapult. Could be a fun <sighs> method of transportation. Let's go. <laughs> As you step into this room, thermal vents in the floor. Eat and illuminate this 30-foot-high oblong cavern. It's the first decent light you've seen in a while. The glowing eye was not nearly as luminous as this. Here, the iridium-veined walls expand and contract regular pulses, like the beating of a heart. A iridium archway on the far wall leads to a darker chamber. As you, um, you enter this room, Theo will look around and say, Lixian suffering made him callous, selfish. But I know he can be reminded of his goodness. A human-sounding howl echoes through the grotto. Darkness engulfs the cavern. 
swallowing you in an inky embrace, flooding your mind with visions of Ankarel, of Wildmouth, of a godlike wrath that, wrath that ravages the world till only corpses and smoking ruins remain. The visions abate, and you are back where you started. This is what awaits you in the heart of despair, says the ghost. Well, kind of. Sherry? It's not real. With that, the child beckons to follow him. Amber. Um, you said there was uh, something kind of in the middle that was pulsating? Uh, the entire room is pulsating. The entire room. Okay, my bad. It's basically okay. you're inside of in one chamber of a heart, basically. Oh. In the center of the room, um, there is a, an archway that leads to a second chamber. Hmm. Neat. The ghost child mm -hmm. solemnly beckons you forward. Who's the first oh, one to go through? Dorlin is sure. slowly heading to... Okay, perfect. <laughs> Dorlin's there with you. Zanata right. will go through. So, Zanata, you're going first? Sounds good. Sure. As you step through, there is going to be a pulse. As you step through, you all receive another vision. The warrior, now an adult, kneels before an altar in a ruined temple of Evandra the Changebringer. He whispers in reverence. His hand, scarred and shaking, grips the hilt of his sword. The daring, he says with the, with the term. Changebringer, symbolizes a cow. Ah, yep. This room is a pit devoid of thermal vents, and the water here is cold and dark. A few tendrils of ruidium cling to the walls around the archway, but within the darkness you can see a small, pale white light hovering six feet above the ground in a crevice to the north. It's one of those moats. Ooh. Hmm. Well, one of you, three, Keiko gestures to Zanata, Sabina, and Zarya. Well, I guess I'm first into the room, so. You go up and accept the moat. Sure. Touching it. Feel absorb through your As it does, a vision flashes through your The warrior holds his hands up to the sky beneath the sheltering silvery silvery glow of the moon Katha, and a drop of moonlight falls into his cupped hand. It turns into a swirl of colors, then takes the form of a small golden egg. Warrior 
Awestruck whispers a prayer as he presses the jewel of three prayers to his chest. Zanata, as it absorbs into you, you are going to gain the Fragment of Melancholy. Your benefit. Whenever you fail a wisdom or saving, or pardon me, whenever you fail a wisdom or charisma saving throw, you can re-roll it with advantage, potentially turning it into a success. Once you use this benefit, you must finish a long rest before you use it again. Okay. Your drawback. You if you use this benefit and it doesn't turn it into a success, you are incapacitated until the end of your next term as you are overcome Ouch. with despair. Ouch. Oh. Can you send me that wording in the chat? Of course. Awesome, thanks. <laughs> I will do it in just a moment. As you touch it, there is going to be a hideous, horrible shriek as the sandy floor in the middle of the grotto gives way to three huge lobster-like creatures that rise from the water, rise from the sand, shriek, and attack. I'd like Ooh. an initiative roll. Um, initiative's not part of, of saving throws or attack, so it's not a disadvantage. If you, have dis if you have a disadvantage on ability checks because of exhaustion, you do have disadvantage on um, initiative checks, though. Yes, I am good for that, though. I did not roll well today. My dice are not happy with me today. All right. As you, as you brace yourselves for these creatures that rush out from the sand, Theo is going to let out a shriek and cower in the corner like a child. These creatures lunging. Oh, buddy. And I think that's where we're actually going to take a quick break. <laughs> Hello. Folks, we'll be back in just a moment, so don't go anywhere. Hello and welcome back to Call of the Nether. As you touch the moat, absorbs into you. And as it does, there are horrible shrieks that rise from beneath you as these lobster-like, shrimp-like beings, uh, large in size, erupt from the sand around you and join the fight. And with that, I believe it is time for combat. Let's go ahead and switch over to our map frames. All right, uh, at the top of the initiative, uh, Theo cowers in the corner. Zanata, you are up. Zanata, these creatures are large with huge yellow pincers. They're, they're chitinous um, exteriors, uh, undulating, coated with ruidium. Okay. What do you do? This one is right in front of me, too. It is right in front of you. That's kind of horrifying. Um, I feel like... I'm going to attack and because this is like reared up right in front of me, I kind of want it dead. So I'm going to action okay. surge as well. All right. Give it to me. Okay. One sec. <laughs> well, that is two nat twenties and a five. Oh, get bent. That's only my first three attacks. I'm action surging. I've got three more. Uh, five, which is not going to probably hit. The 12 might hit, though, once it adds stuff added to it. Okay. Um, 
9, 21 to, on that one. Okay. Yeah, that's going to hit. Yeah. And then otherwise it's 8. Well, other one's 18. That's going to hit. Okay. So that's 2 and 2 net 20s. Okay. Uh, just give okay. me damage. Uh, uh... Also, okay. just to clarify... Um, like for me and Zanata, it's the the effect. It doesn't affect us. It's all of our allies, right? Uh, let me double check that. I'm pretty certain it's just your allies. Um, so your allies. Okay. So many dice. So many dice. So many. Fifty-nine. Okay, two. Hours that was actually later. rolling pretty shitty. That that was not great for you, to be honest. And you you doubled all your dice with the the damage. Did you remember your orc trait? Yes. Okay. So nice. for each um crit, I rolled three d eights. Does that work every time you crit, or is there a cooldown on that? I can't remember. No, you when you score a critical hit. That's all it says. Mm-hmm. This yeah. happens. Um, so I've just been doing it every time I crit. And then everything else had one one D eight. So that was two more attacks after that. Sounds good to me. Um all right. Uh, so, uh, lunging forward, you're going to slash your blade uh, one, two, three, so many times into this creature. Uh, it's going to reel back as your blade cuts into its chitinous shell. Um, the crustacean looms backwards as you slam into it, drawing blood that spreads across the water. And as you finish doing your particular offensive, uh, it is going to let out a and is going to lunge at you and attack, still on its feet. And as my bonus action, I am going to manifest my avatar. Okay. Oh, just... Sounds good. All right. Uh, all right, I'm going to spend for that. Okay. Uh, does an 18 hit you? Uh, let me double check. No. An 18 does not hit you? No, my armor class is 20. Damn, okay. Well, the first one's going to hit you, though, because that is a 22. Uh, you are going to take... Uh, you're going to take 10 points of... Pardon me, 12 points of bludgeoning damage and are grappled. Um, and as you... So it's going to pince into you, and as it does, tentacles are going to kind of lash out and wrap around you, coating your throat and, uh, and around your arms. I need you to make me a constitution save. Okay. Uh, that's pretty freaking good. Um, okay. Was that a disadvantage? Because unfortunately you're 30 feet within me. That's true. Oh, am I 30 feet from you? Yep, I yep. measured. Okay. Um, that's not much worse. So, 24. Okay. 
Okay, 24. You are going to be fine. Uh, it attacks you. Zarya, it is your turn. What do you do? Um, I'm going to step forward a little bit so I can see Zanata. Okay. Perfect. And I'm going to cast Spirit Guardians. All right. And remind me the radius <laughs> of Spirit Guardians. 15 feet. Oh, oops. I was trying to do things too, but I didn't do it very well. Is it a 15 foot radius or is it a 15 foot diameter? 15 foot radius. Yeah. Okay, there you go. I've given you an yeah. aura. Perfect. I just need oh to God, not so that, have... Okay, so that is going to start one of them in there at the beginning of their turn. <laughs> Amazing. I'm actually... I just step forward a little bit more. Because I can see them flitting. Okay, sounds good. So, I see them flitting around me. Okay, and um, then I'm going to heave my shield and uh, cast Vital Sacrifice, or just do Vital Sacrifice on myself. Sounds good. All right, so... Um, and Spirit Guardians goes off at the beginning of their turn, right? Uh, yes, when they start their turn in it. They have to do Perfect. a Wisdom Saving Throw. Sounds good. Okay. All right. So that is going to be, uh, that is going to be your turn there. Uh, then it is Sabina or Dorlin. And Sabina, you do have your determination back? Uh, go ahead. Okie dokie. Yes. I thought I had spent mine. I didn't realize. Thank you to whoever bought that for me. Um,. I'm gonna take a step in and hang out over here. Um, I think Dax is going to come in. I think I can move that far. Uh, I'm gonna use my bonus action to get Dax to give um, Keiko the help action. Uh, so okay. he will come around over here and give her so that will that should balance out well you don't have um disadvantage so it'll give you advantage no i, I have disadvantage i'm th 30 feet from zanata oh right because i'm right, the saving throws i'm the saving throws, saving throws. <laughs> uh cool um i am going to then uh step in and shoot two arrows at the one Zanada is fighting, the one furthest north. Sounds good. Make me the attacks. Unfortunately, you are at disadvantage. Yeah. Yup. Uh, okay, that is a 15. 15 is... Oh, you have determination. Do you want to use it? Sure, I'll use my determination. Oh, look, it worked. Hooray. Uh, and that's a 17. Uh, that will hit. For anybody who thinks I go a little too light, I don't do it during boss fights. <laughs> Stats true. are off during bo the boss fights. But if you want to, <laughs> if you want to fight some chul, I don't care. <laughs> that, chul, the kids. tutorial hint is is up during the the, the low stuff. <laughs> the tutorials come off. Be yeah. a lot cooler if you did. 
Oh, and that is double sixes on my damage plus eight. So that's 10 and 10. That's 20 damage. Heck yeah. Nice. Oh, it's going to be two of your arrows are going to slam into this creature um, that is still grappling with Zanata. Um, It's still alive, but is very, very badly hurt. All right. Uh, Sabina, that is your turn. Dorlin, you're up, my friend. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to... Uh, Dorland's going to swim past Zarya, uh, go up to the one in front of her, and try and punch at it. So with disadvantage on attacks, that's a 16. 16 is going to hit. Sweet. Uh, that will be uh, 15 thunder damage. And then, you know, so it's 5, 10, 15, yeah, 5, 10, 15, 25, 30, and attack this one that's uh, holding down Zanata. Okay. Ooh, 13. Curse that disadvantage. All right. 13 is going to be a miss. All right, so taking a swing, you are going to miss there. Do you have anything you're spending your bonus action on, or was that trading on uh, armor? Temporary hit points, and then All right. done. All right, sounds good. All right, uh, and what's my save, Zarya? And is it uh, a... That's a nat 20. Okay. Silvery barbs. <laughs> that's a 7. 17 is your save. That's like a halfway there, right? Like seven and 17. <laughs> they're, they're the same thing, really. Was it a wisdom save? It's a wisdom save. Yeah, these guys aren't terribly wise. They they don't learn from their <laughs> mistakes well. Do they have blood, though? Uh. Oh, I rolled really well, actually. I'm going to say yes. I did say that, like, viscous fluid was oozing out of them. I called it blood. Here, here's the question. Do, do crustaceans have blood? Someone Google it and let me know, but I'm going to say yes. Oh, okay. Um, well, Depends so on the crustacean, because I know horseshoe crabs definitely do, because that is a like true. special medical right. thing. That's yes. true. But do um, do lobsters or do shrimp? Do prawns have it? Because these guys look are basically prawns. They're prawn stars. Um, um, I'm going <laughs> to give my advantage to uh, Sabina for silvery barbs. Just FYI. Oh, okay. Thanks. Sounds good. Okay. So, uh, Zarya, we're going to say that they have blood. Okay, then they take an extra five damage if the way will. Yes, sorry, it's it blue. Button. People in the chat Prawns are saying, yes, of course they do, but spiders weird. don't have blood. Yeah. They so, do, it's yes, a different they... type and it's blue. Yes, and it's a weird circulatory system. Yes. So. <laughs> sorry, I was just reminded means... that spiders are powered by hydraulics, and I was just picturing a spider lowrider yeah. going, gee, 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 gee. Going through like. Wild, the, wild the, yeah, basically. All right, so Zarya, go. So 21 uh, radiant damage and then five necrotic oh. damage. So 26 altogether. Oh. Um, question for you. Yeah. This one says when you hit with an attacker spell. So I will have, so the, something else, sorry, something else that I have says when you hit. So not like when they fail your save. Yeah, no, it's a spell no, attack then. Okay, perfect. Never mind. I know, would have been great. Would have been great for you, uh, but it, it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't work out. Uh, so, you know what, Dorlin, you you want this. Uh, so the second one is going to move out of the Spirit Guardians uh, and it's going to go up and it's going to try to give you a hug, my friend, with its pincers. It's so nice. 
Those are the worst die rolls. I'm getting real sick of that three, too. Um, uh, someone, please... Um, uh, someone, please buy me Hurt the Mars. Uh, it's going to rush out to you and go, snip, snip. Uh, and it is not going to uh, be able to attack you, uh, which sucks. Keiko, it is then your turn. Excellent. The the one directly to the south is still there. Oh, and there's a Hurt the Moors now, of course. Oh, two of them. I'll save those for the yes. minute. So Keiko is... Um, three. Three in total so far. Is thinking yeah. back to her conversation with Galsariad. Four. Um, and she's going to... Um, she's going to start taking out her baton and she's just going to start thinking about that shepherd's tone. Shepherd's tone? And she's, yeah, she's going to like hit her baton on the wall several different places to try and get that thing. And she's going to kind of basically use her magic to like take that sound, warble it together, and then she's going to lob it. Um, to the kind of far back of the the cavern, um, and she is casting Gravity Sinkhole. So I need the two crabs thingies to make a con save, please. I got a 17 and a 16 before my mods. I'm going to Silvery Barbs, the 16. Is this the same round? Which turned into it a refreshes. 17. On your it turn. refreshes. All right, so they probably... Yeah, it's a 15, but they'll still take half of 5d10 force damage. Do it. <laughs> Hurt me. Wow. Um, nice. On a fail, they aren't pulled in, unfortunately. They aren't pulled away. Um, But they'll take half of 5d10, so... Nice. Give it to me. I'm getting all my details. Ooh. 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 Holy snokies. 10, 20. 39 points, half would be, wow. yeah, half Holy of 39 wow. is half of 39 19, is, uh, 19, is 19. Yeah. So they're going to take 19 points of force damage. Okay, got to do some quick math. That become eight. That become, pretty sure that's way. Okay, uh, Zara, uh, Zanata, you are no longer uh, being grappled as the one that was grabbing onto you is going to... <laughs> Dissolve. Um, that one actually is not into it. Was oh, that? No, it's twenty I, yeah, I think feet. It's the two radius. in between. The, the two that were closest to to the the center here, it's only twenty foot oh, radius. Oh, okay. Sorry, Otherwise, I'd be the... worrying about getting my allies. Okay. Well, then no, it's right. a twenty it's, foot. It's, it's, it's still foot alive radius. then. Um, yeah. So that was twenty three. You said nineteen. No, nineteen. Yeah. Uh, and then as a bonus action, she's going to. Um, Okay, both of them are going to be struck by the gravitational waves. Uh, The one in the center is fairly bloodied. You think it's quite badly damaged. The one at the bottom is now hurt uh, and is a bit angry. And then she's going to look over at Zanata and be like, 
You gotta chop, 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 chop till you drop. Slice it up and crust, crush that crustacean. <laughs> okay. And you take a bardic inspiration. And that's all right. Uh, D D A D. Ooh, let me check if I went up at level ten. I don't know if my if my die goes up at level ten. Please. Yes, it's a D ten now. Sweet. Did and that just adds to anything. Sharpay Evans to kill a prawn. Yep. Yep. Um, and it is, uh, yeah, any ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Okay. All right. Yeah, so D10 now. All right. It is now Chul I three can add turns. it after rolling. So that's great. After rolling, but before knowing the result. Yeah, before I say okay. yes or no. So uh, Chul number three is going to fail its roll versus Spirit Guardians Woo. to start off. So Zarya, hit me with your best shot. Thanks. Why don't you hit me with your best shot? Oh, not as good. But that's going to be uh, 13 points of necrotic damage and then 5 points. Or, sorry, other way around. 13 of radiant and 5 of necrotic. Okay, so that be... Well, my math is good. Um, and oh, I can sense magic. It's going to take a step forward into Spirit Guardians and is going to level two of its attacks directly at you, Zarya. That's a nat 20. And that was a seven, but let's re-roll that. Nope. Oh, also I used my silvery barbs. I'm gonna give Zanata advantage for the silvery barbs because I use it again Sounds on my turn. So good. Uh alright, so um that is going to be does a fifteen the fifteen does not hit you. By yeah. any stretch. Okay, but uh, one of its pincers is going to lash by you, uh, and the first one is going to actually smash into you for 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, you are grappled and must make me a constitution save. Okay. That was not bad, um, but I am going to use my determination. Uh, because it's uh, saving throw, you have disadvantage, oh, don't forget. Right. That was, um, that was just a little bit worse, but I'm going to use my determination. Okay, damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's and okay. that's going to be 17. 17, all right. So you are not, you are not uh, going to be poisoned by this. However, uh, you did take 14 points of damage. I need a, con a concentration check with disadvantage. Okay. Oh, wait, pardon me. It's a... No, it's just a check, so you're going to be just rolling flat. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was my, my I was including it in a save in my head for a second. I'm like, wait, it's not a save. What am I doing? But no, it's all good. Uh nope, that's gonna drop. Okay. Spirit but Guardians. Would... Um, how how much by? Or oh, what did lot. you roll? I rolled hmm? a two. I rolled a two. What's your constitution? So, a lot. Not a not not a not a like thirty. Plus two. So close. Damn. I could have I could have well actually that if it was one higher. Oh really? Oh yeah. um that's okay. <laughs> In any okay. case, um Alright, so the the, the the tool is going to slash out, bludgeoning you with its claws. Uh the pain is going to cause your spirit guardians to dissipate with a and then did I You can hell at rebuke. I, I yeah, I couldn't remember when I did it. Uh, you, you've taken a short rest since then. Okay. Okay. I believe it's a short rest recharge on that, isn't it? Do it. Okay. 
uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thought it was a short rest. Now I'm now I'm not sure. Now I'm confused. Pretty sure it's not. Oh, your tiefling ability. Yeah. Tiefling ability. Uh, I'm pretty okay. sure that's a long rest kind of thing. Okay. Long long rest. Long rest. So, sorry about that. So, you get, you're going to get chomped. Uh, then we're going to be at the top of the initiative. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, back with Zanata. Zanata, you are, you are still grappled. Uh, okay. Um, so, I think I need to use my action to get out of that. Uh, you will have to make an es escape check. Yep. Okay. Uh, it's acrobatics or athletics, whichever you prefer. But that's just to get out of it, correct? That's just to get out of it, yeah. So, um, so if are... I have an avatar that could do my attacks from its location. Oh, well, you may still attack this thing. That? Uh, you may still attack. Your speed is just zero. Oh, okay. For, for you, this already... is honestly. I'm just going to try and kill oh, no, it. It's advantage, right? Doesn't it? No, you don't. You don't have disadvantage from. No, it's so her weird. own thing. Yeah, she yeah. has her own thing. No, from from being restrained. I always think that like you should yeah, be you, a disadvantage should, right? for hitting. Grapple. Let me, I'm just gonna put this out here. Grappling rules in any system stink. Yeah, I I built a grappling specialist in Pathfinder once. Proudest moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna attack then. Is that the one that suplexed um, a dragon. I'm just gonna use my base attack, and yeah. All right, give I it to me. advantage on one of them, and I've got a D10 that I can spend. Okay. All right. It's not awful, so that is plus seven to each of those. So 19, 21, and 22 to hit. Those are all going to be hits. Roll me damage. Awesome. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you have your dice still separate. Yes. Okay. I'm going to let you redirect that last attack to the next one because the you're by the second attack you're going to have this thing killed. Okay. Um, yeah, because I rolled a five, five, and seven, and I add seven to each. Okay. So that that last attack is going to hit the chull that's next to Dorlin. What's your damage on that? Fourteen. Fourteen. Cool. Um, you are going to slash into its chitinous exterior, and that is... Is that the end of your turn? Yes, because I've already used my bonus action last okay. turn to bring out my avatar. I'm not sure where it is on the map, so I haven't moved it. Um, I couldn't find it. Most of the map's dark, so I don't know where it went. It's right next to you now. Excellent. Um, yeah. Okay, that's it for you. Zarya, you're up. Yeah. Uh, oh, right, because the other one got blasted. Okay, well, so, in theory, if it's grappling me, I can touch it. Right? Uh, yeah, yes, yes, you can. Perfect! 
I'd like to try to inflict wounds on it. Okay. Uh, so you have advantage from Silvery Barbs, so you'll be rolling flat. Oh, I, I thought Silvery Barbs was Zenata got advantage. Was it Zenata? Oh, yeah, I was given Zenata on one of them. Yeah, it was Zenata and Sabina I gave it to, I believe. That's oh, okay. what I thought. Uh, I oh, will get, I will let you roll flat because it is grappling you though, and that to me because it is an inflict, it's just a touch. So you it's literally just, just have touch. to put your hand on it. I literally just have to reach out and touch it. So I'm gonna give you advantage <laughs> on this because, uh, which is gonna mean you're gonna roll flat because you have disadvantage. Yeah. So yep, yep. it just is one of those little nitpicky rules <laughs> that I really take exception to. Like if all I have to do is like poke you uh, on any part of your flesh for you to die, then uh, I've watched. Somehow. You know what? <laughs> I, I've watched yeah. Pushing Up Daisies. I know how this works. Yes, yeah, such a good <laughs> Yeah, show. at the end of my turn, I was tempted to move, but I was like, Zanata doesn't know she's inflicting disadvantage on her friends necessarily, so it yeah, wouldn't really make sense to move. We're all just... Reach. God damn it, Kristen. Yes! Well, I, was, I, was gonna, I was tempted to sing that, yeah. Your own personal okay, lobster. Hey, I, I suppose I should roll or something, right? What about wild uh, rock lobster? 24. A rock lobster? That's going to hit. Perfect. It's going to hit the oh, rock sorry, lobster. Oh, sorry, did I say I upcast? Shoot. I was going to upcast uh, it. You didn't, level. but I have one something good happens. So yes, you did. Okay, amazing. Yeah. I need to use nice. that. I got too excited about yeah. it. Um, right? Yeah, I was just like ready to... The bad touch. You also have the uh, vital sacrifice too. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh. I got that one. Sweat. I got that one Sorry, covered. I sweat. But tax like I need. <laughs> Alrighty. You and me, Zarya, eat nothing but mammals, so let's touch those crabs like they do on the Discovery Channel. What, where are you going with this? I think I'm really not sure where you're going with this, Robin. Run now? See, I had you and me, baby, eat nothing but lobsters, but then I wasn't sure where to go from there. I don't think anyone's sure where to go from there. <laughs> where do we go? But someone said bad touch, and then I... Yeah. I was that, yeah. Um, so that would be... 32 necrotic damage. Holy crap. And then, oh, and then Go five on. more necrotic damage. So 37 necrotic damage. I forgot it's all necrotic damage. Okay. Inflict wounds is necrotic damage. My vital sacrifice is as well as bloodletting. Focus. Okay. So, oh. how do you want to do this? Yes. <laughs> I, love, <laughs> I love killing things with inflicting wounds. Um, I want to kind of reach into kind of its shell, kind of where it was trying to poison me, yep. and just kind of shoot that back at it and just have it kind of crumble. Uh, it is absolutely going to crumble to dust in front of you. Amazing. Damn, son. I got two sixes on my... Uh, my vital sacrifice, so it was well worth it. That is, that was well dope. You, 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 <laughs> well done. you rickety wrecked it, man. Um, Thanks. Uh, all right. So, uh, special. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sabina or Dorlin, who is going first? Go ahead. Okie dokie. Um, I will see if I can get Dax close enough here. Do, do, sure can. 
Um, so Dax is going to run over and help Dorlin. Give Dorlin the help action. Uh, she's going to take a step out here and take two shots at the lobster. The rock lobster? Uh, at the rock lobster. Oh, and I have advantage on one of these from Silvery Barb. So one of them I'll roll flat and the other one yep. I'll roll with disadvantage. All right. The first one with disadvantage is a 15. And I don't have determination, so I think that will miss. Okay. Uh, and... Ooh, that's a 19, so 29 to hit. So that one's going to hit. Roll me damage. Fantastic. And D6. And that'll be nine damage. Nine damage to the, the last chul standing. Okay, that's going to slam into it. Do you have anything that, uh, any bonus actions, anything else you'd like to use on it? Uh, that's uh, Dax is my bonus action to give the help okay. action. There, all right. Uh, so that's going to be Sabina Dorlin. You are up. Uh, an arrow flies across the room, uh, sailing through the water and slams into the side of the chul, uh, who is still bearing down on you, trying to hit you. What do you do? No. Dax runs up and tries to help. No means no. 24. Was that 24? That probably hits. Woohoo. Uh, only six times a challenge rating. I'm pretty sure it hits. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, that'll be seven thunder and then second attack at disadvantage will be 22 level 11 characters man uh, that's gonna hit roll me damage or uh, 15 thunder oh man ah, that's that's real big okay um, that is great do you have another a bonus action you'd like to use no I am going to stand there in front of the the giant prawn lobster thing and just that's all okay uh it is absolutely uh it's still up but is absolutely pretty pretty badly damaged congrats um going down the list uh as you slam your fist into it twice cracking it it's it's chitin um heiko you are up how bad does this look pretty pretty bad uh it's I'm not saying that it's it's not like blinking red and black like a video game boss, but it's it's definitely um, you know what it is. It's like when you're like cracking open like a crab and you can't mm -hmm. quite get the good meat, but it like you're you're splintering mm -hmm. it a bunch and you're just like oh God, I just need a little one of those little forks. But yeah. If you have one of those little forks, it's dead. I'm just, okay, I'm just okay. My 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 whole dilemma here, folks, mm. is I really want to mock it to death, and I'm wondering if I have probably can't judged. mock it to death. Maybe like okay. you would, you need okay. a good you need a good solid like two or three rounds of that probably. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Because it's my I don't. Think it would have to be an insult that you'd have to explain in depth, which in my experience yeah. never goes well. Fine. So three D four won't quite finish it off. Fine. I'm not gonna say anything more. No, that's fine. I was just thank you, thank you for the honesty that you had. Um, so mentally, I'm trying to figure out. Keiko's doing math. It's a real rough time. Don't want to spend. Keiko pulls out the the cork board from before before flips it yep. around. It's a chalkboard, which really it yep. shouldn't work underwater, but it kind of does. It's oh, got like a magic marker from Bodhi. Gnomish chalk. 
Do I want to waste a spell slot? Nah! A chocolate lobster? You should ask it a question. I should ask it a question. There's never I axe on You left yeah, with a Bodhi. Gyroni. I got my. I got. Can sport it. I can. I can skewer the shrimp. Use your S words. Might... Yeah. Um. I will probably do that. It's kind of boring, but Kaga will probably do that. I don't. I was been doing the whole bo the bonus action spiritual weapon and vicious mockery combo. Right. Um. Make me an attack but... with, with disadvantage, please. Yes. Here yes. comes the net one. No, don't even say that. That's rude. My dice have been cursed tonight. I rolled two thirteens, so blam blam blam. Um, so with with disadvantage. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend to hurt them more. The silvery barbs, you. <gasps> How dare! Spicy. Fucking rude. I rolled a nat 20 off of that, so fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You I still have to take the 13. But... Give me the, the nat 20, you bastard. <laughs> um, so that's going to be a 21, 22. Yeah, okay, that'll hit. Fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 1d10 plus 2d6. We have fun here. Um... Gurk. Gurk. You're a jerk. You're using my own spell against you. You did that to me before too. You're the only one who's used silvery barbs against me. As a DM. I do it again too. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Uh, eighteen plus four. Twenty-two points of damage. Oh. 23 points of damage. Is it 23? Is it 22 or 23? No, it's, 20, it's 22. Because <laughs> it matters. It matters. I know. That's why I said 23. I was like, if I do it one more, does it? Yeah, I'm spending I'm spending my last hurt for more. All right. You have, more you, you, no, but do you have any other actions? You, you rush forward and you stab. Did you roll the extra D6s? Yes, it's 2D6, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, no. I'll roll one d10. Okay. This is why it sucks because I'm not a fighter. I can do one attack on my turn if I do this. So this is why okay. I was like spells. So that's Keiko's turn. Okay. All right. So Keiko, you rush forward, stabbing this thing. Uh, it begins to erupt. Parts of it flecking off its shell, shattering along the seams, and it's going to let out a scream and attack you, which is going to be great for me. Was that with disadvantage? Uh, no, because I spent a hurt them more. Damn it. Ah, uh, so that's going to be two hits, though. Uh-huh. I will silvery barbs one of those, bitch. Oh, you, you. I mean, I rolled higher than than before, so there we go. So okay, so one. I'm going to get the not advantage. Fucking so here's the sequence him. of events, though. Uh, the first one is going to impact you, and that's going to be a total of seven points of damage, but I need you to make me a constitution save with disadvantage. Wait, are you the save? Nope. Okay. I'm the save, so no. Not okay, so seven points of damage. You are grappled. That's uh, going to be then, a... And then 14 points of bludgeoning damage. <gasps> I should have raged. I didn't think it was worth it, but I should have raged. All right. This thing is going to grapple onto you. It's tendrils kind oh. of snaking their way around your biceps and throat. 
17. I'm gonna spend a termination. For what? Just to, to do that. For the for the save. You're, you're still grappled, yeah. but the you are not poisoned. Yeah, no, I just I rolled a fourteen I, I rolled a seventeen and I wanted to make sure I didn't say it fail it, so I used my determination. Alright, sounds good save. to me. Alright, uh, so it is wrapping around you. You are grappled. Zanata, top of the initiative, it is your turn. It's right All next right. to you. Stab, stab, stab. Um you, you know what? Roll and tell me if any of them are botches. Okay. That's that's the only thing I want to know. You're rolling. Nope. Lows one's a nine. Okay. All right. Which I still have that D10 that I could add to it. Cool. How do you want to do it? Um. Keiko is basically really... holding it still with the grapple. So. I think some really nice, like, well, Keiko's holding it, stab it, and then flick the sword up to cut its claws off so that she's not grappled. Okay. And now the most important question of the session, will Keiko she's eat like, it? She's like holding claws. <laughs> You go back to thermal vents and you can melt some butter. Good. <laughs> um, got any garlic? <laughs> all right. With that, the last one of the chul falls to the ground dead. And you are once again just alone in the room. Theo That's stops right. cowering. Zarya has a spice pouch. I was going to mention that, but it wasn't really we have a good time. But I do, I do have a spice oh pouch. I pity the tool. I feel like that's an important thing to say out loud, though. Fair enough. Fair enough. Keiko will will eat the crab. Are you going? Pissed. Are you going to? Let, I gotta look this up real quick. Okay, would you, so would you like the... seasonings? Oh, yes, sure. That would be lovely. She'll hold out a claw. Crack it. Yeah, <laughs> one of one of the other bodies starts to move and then its head comes up and then Dax walks forward with the head on his head. <laughs> so these creatures, by the way, I did not stay before. They're eight feet tall and weigh 650 pounds. So that's, that's a lot of meat. This lobster-like creature that says nothing about it being... So it has a poison sack in its tentacles. Um, but does not naturally is not yeah okay. Uh, you are you going to oh start God. cooking it? Or are you going to just bring it with you? What are you going to do? I eat it there. We're close to raw boiling water. We just kind of like oh my God. <laughs> just hold the claw. You're the vent. vent. Self boils. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so as you... on the spear. Can we take a short rest to have a snack? Oh, yeah. Yes. And get my action surge I... back. I definitely need a short rest. <laughs> so, you take a short rest. As you do, can I please get a wisdom... Uh, a wisdom... Give me a survival check to, to correctly clean the chul. <laughs> Alright, I'll help with that. Okay, so uh, with that, then you can roll with advantage. Sweet. Sabina's just I staying thought... out of this. Sabina would have a nat 20 automatically. Oh, yeah. I'm, good. I'm, yeah. I'm proficient to survival. Watching. Yeah, you probably have a higher... I, I have expertise in survival. Yeah, okay. Oh, and yeah, what, what, you do. Hell tell yeah. Tell me what you get. I got a 
15 plus 8. Um, okay, so you're easily eight. able to cut around and find the most tender cuts of meat um, here and uh, make me a wisdom cooking check. Oh, I keep <laughs> fucking forgetting about the fact that I have my stone's endurance during combat. Fuck. Yeah, well, that is live. Yep. Wisdom for cooking. I don't think Keiko knows how to cook, so she'd definitely maybe pass it off to someone else. Potentially, who is willing to? Has anyone cooked crab before? I've cooked over fire before. I've cooked a lot of different things before, but never crab in particular. Don't know that there's that much to do besides hold it in the boiling water. I'd I'd be okay taking over though if you'd like. Sure, if you want to want to do that. I'm not a very good cook. Bodhi usually does all the cooking. <laughs> sure, no worries. Uh, wisdom, did you say? Yep, wisdom. If you're proficient in cook's tools, then you can use your proficiency bonus, but I don't think anybody is. No, no. Da, da, da. Unless I, I can use my disguise kit to make this seem like wisdom. a good meal. It depends. You can, you can use your disguise kit to, to hide the rat under your hat, which will give you advantage. Fantastic. Just fit Dax under your hat and be like, Dax is pulling on you with his hat. It's a very big hat. Uh, would you get on your walls, right? He just has his head on top of mine. 22. 22? Yeah. So you, using your spice pouch, you're kind of able to do like a brine. Nice. And nice. Uh, I don't I don't know how you cook this thing. What do you use? Like fire? Do you have a flame spell? Do you have fire bolt? Do you have... Uh, Sorry, did somebody ask for fire? Firebolt. Uh, no, I don't have anything actually. Okay. But uh, yeah, stolen. If you'd like to assist me. All right. So you are going to be able to each get a nice about fist size, like about about a softball worth of like firm but pretty palatable lobster meat. It's it's like the strangest Sabina thing. Knows this is an aberration and is not taking part. It's like it, it kind of tastes as you're eating it. It kind of tastes like what would happen if you mix like lobster and lobster and uh, pork belly. So Ooh, it's like lobster, but with like an underlying greasiness. I'll pass. I'm allergic to shellfish. Bro, it's really tasty. Also, Keiko will do her singing while we're waiting for things to cook. She'll sing some she- sea shanties right, go ahead. for the Song of Rest if anyone wants to add a D8. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's a Bardic Inspiration. It, it might be it might be a D10 now because of a, my oh. inspiration. Mm. Let me just recheck Song of Rest. Because mm. that does seem... Oh my god, where is features? Come here. Yes. Ta-da! Okie dokie. No, it's still 1D. Oh, we're to go to 1D10 at 13th Kay. level. Okay. You all take a moment, a few minutes to cook this up and heal. And as you finish finish consuming, you finish catching your breath. 
there's a client that passes me. Theo looks down, no longer afraid of the, the monsters that were hounding you, and says, You've seen and heard creatures. Creatures' rage is Elixian's rage. Their sorrow is his own. Their yearning to escape is his, yearning to escape. And when he is angry, Elixian curses and scorns the gods, but he always returns to prayer, as if hoping for an answer to why the gods abandoned him. When Elixian's rage is spent, temporarily the nether deep grows dark and quiet. In those moments, I hear a gentle laughter coming through the grottos, and I feel a lightness, dare I say, a budding joy. I think in such moments he finds peace. Peace of the Apotheon remains uncontaminated by regret, fury, yearning, and despair, submerged beneath all his anger. When you see him in his present form, appeal to the shard of his psyche, please. You must not simply free him. Do whatever it takes. Truly safe. How do we do that? Isn't his problem that he's trapped here? I'm, I'm not good at getting into people's heads. I, I think, I think what Theo means is kind of what we're already doing. You know how we've we've shown him things that he's never seen before, like in his vision when we when we healed his friend, and he said, "Oh, now I know what she would have said to me." I think we're healing his heart. Seems. All I can say is keep going. Till the end. You know what always helps me when I'm feeling down? A song from Keiko. <laughs> Under the sea. Under the sea. It's a very good song, Keiko. Thank you. Thank you. It, I'm working on the lyrics so far. I only have that, but it, I'm working on it. The it's, Nether it's Deep. Very, very apt. <laughs> the Nether yep. Deep. Here it is. It is worser down where it's cursed. Listen to me. <laughs> oh. Everything's scary. Nothing is hairy. Everything's crabs. <laughs> Everything's crap. <laughs> what? Well, where do we go from here? Do we continue? This chamber looks empty, right? But there's just walls. We must keep going with the heart of despair. All right, that way. Kago's gonna start feeling on the walls for the like, <laughs> hingy doors. You know, Zarya is gonna do the same, but like wrap around the opposite way. Okay. Just to see. There's going to be a flicker in your mind, and then bleeding heavily, you'll see vision. The warrior limps through the burning battlefield toward a wailing child. She screams. She sees him. He flinches. 
and picks her up. Carries her toward the remnants of civilization in the distance. Vision passes. As you feel around the edge of the room, back the way you came. Continue north. Eventually find your way. And please, don't judge him too harshly. There's goodness in him still. Very deep under so many centuries. Somebody else think we maybe we should have brought a therapist with us? Well, darling, I suppose we'll have to do. You're know, an ex-professor. Doesn't mean you can yeah. therapize people. Dax will make a noise. And uh, as you go and you see that Dax is like looking at Theo's direction. And when you turn back from Dorlin speaking, Theo's gone. Oh, that thing's coming after us, isn't it now? We should go to the north. Yep. All right. Run or swim faster. Yeah. Swiftly. <laughs> Don't be paddle. More bounder paddle. <laughs> no, no, it's a Dax paddle, exactly. obviously. Aww. Aww. <laughs> you make your way back into the first chamber. The Ruidium light erupts around you. As you continue forward, do you head out? Mm-hmm. Moving through the first chamber, making your way toward the door and the wall that you led to by the You push through it, as you do. You see the shape of Elixion the Hunter, the Ruidium Golem, standing at the top of the corridor to the north. We're supposed and to I go need an initiative roll. <laughs> and Keiko, you were the first one out the door. Yeah. Guess you yeah. remembered they can't roll ones. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, fair. Okay. First time I remembered by myself. <laughs> 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 right, going through the initiative now. Um, I have Eiko at the top, followed by Dorlan. Followed, oh, yeah, nobody tied this time. Beautiful. Followed by Zanata. Followed yeah, you've got by. Got a really nice descending. Yeah, I really do. Numbers, followed by Sabina. Followed well, that's by... Sixteen. Nice! Elixir and the Hunter, followed by uh, Zarya. And... Alright, so, uh, as you look out, you are going to see this ancient Ruidium Golem directly in front of you. What do you do? Keiko, you have top initiative. Um... Oh boy. Um, 
Yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Um, if I upcast this, what can I do? I, no, I can't upcast it. Okay. Um, Keiko is going to uh, see that. She's going to be like, go back in the door, be like, Apotheon's here. Um, I'm going to try and get behind him. And she's going to uh, kick the door open while okay. casting inv greater invisibility on herself and run past him as far as she can. Okay. Let's let me just check something real quick. Feet. Okay, that is. Oh man! Oh, will this work? I have to double check something real quick. Do I have? Oh, True balls! Sight. I. <laughs> it does not specifically say. It says that I can track you wherever you are in the Nether Deep, but it does not say I can perceive you when when I am present. Uh... It basically means I can do the thing where you hide in the closet and I why well, serial killer walk past it. Yep. All right, so go ahead and move. All right, casting invisibility. You are going to push um, your way through. Yeah, uh, so that's five feet there and then 40 feet. Yeah, she's going to run and get um, 40 feet there. Um, 40 feet there, and... so pushing back into the, the room with the giant eye. Yeah, she's going to, as she leaves, she's going to... Um, as she left the room, she's going to look at Zarya and be like, you got this. And, uh, quietly give her bardic inspiration. Okay, sounds good to me. That re refreshed on a oh, short rest. Thank you. Um, and yeah, that is Keiko's. Okay, that's Keiko's turn. Dorlin, it is your turn. What do you do? Oh, whoa. Oh, wait. Ah, Keiko vanished. Um, and Dorlin will run up to the thing and uh, start, start doing some fisty cuffs. All right, go ahead. Uh, oh, oh, oh. you know what sucks? Disadvantage uh, with a nat 20. So that'll be a 16 instead. Okay. And a 26. Okay, the 26 will hit. And that'll be 15 thunder. 15 thunder. Um... Uh, Alright, your like, thunder is going to slam into it. Little shards of iridium are going to break off as you impact, but it is going to be still present. It still is there and looks pretty angry. Um, do you have any other actions? No. Alright, Zanata. Zanata, you're on you're up, and then Sabina's on deck. Alright, so I think I heard them yell about uh, the Apotheon being here. Hmm. So I will try and move up into that space. Can't, oh god, because he's right there, literally. Mm-hmm. Shit. Okay, well, I'll move up past by Dorlin. 
behind Dorlin there. Okay. And manifest my avatar on the other side, I guess, to attack. Sounds good. Um, and do my attacks from that location. Sounds great to me. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, does my bardic inspiration die still exist since I haven't used it? How long does that last? Uh, no. It's it 10 a... minutes, so yeah, okay. it would be good. For gone. sure, I should have killed it. Okay. That is cool. Uh, so that is going to be... Let me check my numbers. Twenty-seven, twenty-four, and twenty-four to hit. Okay, those are all gonna hit. Okay. My dice have been rolling kind of shitty tonight for damage. Thirty-three points. Thirty-three points. Ooh, I love it when things are nice and round. Perfect. All right. Uh, your echo is going to go slash, slash, slash. I'm going to spend a hurt them more right now, though. Go. Uh, uh, that is going to be. Uh, Zanata, can you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Quick. That's going to hit with disadvantage. Um, as you surge forward and your your duplicate appears. Elixian the Hunter is going to look at your duplicate as it slashes into into him and passively, like he doesn't even care, is going to turn, reach into his chest, pull a shard of Iridium out and throw it directly into you. It's going to slam into your shoulder. I need you to do me a favor and make me a charisma save. With disadvantage. Oh wait, pardon me. Are you within 30 feet of Keiko? I don't know where Keiko is. She is 35 feet from you. So oh, she's can, under the shadow. Okay. You you can roll flat. Sweet. Um, okay, so that's charisma. Charisma saving throw, please. Most, it's not my most awful save, but uh, that is going to be 17. Plus five. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Buddy system. Buddy system. Okay, so you are going to take half damage then. One moment, please, while I calculate this. Good thing I spent hit dice. Uh, you're going to take 15 points of psychic damage. Ouch. Okay. Um, it's going to worm its way into you and vanish as it strikes you. Um, all right. I love Sabina, that. it's your turn. Cool beans. Um, Dax and I are going to head into the hallway here. Um, Dax is going to, I'm going to use my bonus action for Dax to give me the help action um, by uh, flipping me up onto his back uh, so that I can see over everybody. Um, and I would like to cast Witch Bolt at a third level. Sounds good. Um, um... And so I'm rolling at disadvantage because of uh, Zanata, but I will be rolling it flat with help from Dax. Mm -hmm. Cool. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's a 25. With disadvantage? 
Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm flat because of... Um, oh, yeah, because of Dax. Because um, I have help. Okay, and so that's going to hit. Roll me damage. So that'll be 3d12. Okay, and that's the... Which bolt pro, is prolonged contact, right? It's the circuit. Yeah, so as long as I'm concentrating, I will automatically do 3d12 damage the next round. Okay. I think. I'll need to double check if it's just one, but I think it's three. Regardless. I think it's just one afterwards, regardless if you have cast it or not. I'll double check that in a sec, but I think just there's no additional. It's just D12. Yeah, so it's a D12 lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, there's no save for it. Perfect. Okay, so that is 18, 19, 20, 21 lightning damage. 21 lightning damage? Yeah. Uh, so she's going to pull her bow out and uh, an invisible arrow that kind of creates itself out of green bubblingness, uh, and it's going to shoot out, and it's going to almost look like like, like a gooey piece of seaweed uh, that's mm. going to connect into the upon the into stone elixir, and then she's just going to wrap it around her arm and just hold on to it, okay. um, and then do that's going to keep like jolting jolting him. Um, yep. At this point, he is going to turn Doral and you're directly in front. So, uh, I apologize for this. Bring it on. Uh, that's... What's your AC? Uh, 23, I think. Yes. Okay, that's gonna be... It's gonna be one hit for sure. Uh... Uh, take 19 points of bludgeoning damage as it's going to just reach forward. You slam your fist in it. It's going to look down at you, turn and just and slam its fist directly into you, uh, pumping Uh-oh. you down into uh, into the ground with one of its strikes. All right, and that is actually its turn because its other strike is going to miss, um, uh, and that is a magical attack. So. Um, Zarya, you're up. Okay, I'm going to try to get into the fray. If I stand behind where Sabina is, yep. I can see him, right? I have line of you sight. Can see, you can just barely see him around the corner, I'll say. Okay. okay. Mostly because Dorlin's um, small. Perfect. Um, I would like to cast Spiritual Weapon at a fourth level. And uh, make an attack. All right, yeah. sounds good. Go ahead and make your starter attack. Okay. Uh, am I at disadvantage? You are yeah. at disadvantage because you're within you're within ten feet of uh, of Zanata. Zanata. Okay. I can't remember which one's which, but. That was not bad, actually. Uh, 21. 21 is going to be hit. Roll me damage. Nice. It's going to be... Whoa. That was not great. Um, It's going to be 12. Right. 
12 points of damage are going to slam into it as your spiritual hey. feather. Oh, does it have blood? No. It does not. <laughs> it does not. not. Good one. Good one. Um, I tried. <laughs> hurt them more. Um, nice. Um, okay, so that's going to be 12 points of damage. Your feather is going to slam into it. Uh, that is going to be... That is how math works. Uh, and I'm going to spend the hurt the more immediately. And it's going to raise its hand again. And another Rubidium dart is going to going to lash out and is going to strike you unerringly. Okay. Um, is that just a bonus action, though? I know. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just I'm using it as an interrupt. No. So, yeah, I'm using oh, it as a legendary, okay. basically. But uh, yes, so you can still take the rest of your action. But I need a, a charisma saving throw with just flat, actually. Yeah. Get back here, Keiko. I realize Keiko would have probably actually, well, I don't know if her her need to stay near her friends would overwin her battle strategy, because I forgot I still have my, I am currently at disadvantage on wisdom and charisma saves right now because I'm not with an allies. Ah, slippy swap. Um, 24. Okay. All right. Uh, so instead, you're still just going to take the the base damage from that, uh, which is going to be five, eight, nine, ten, ten, ten points of psychic damage. Hey. All right. The the shard is going to erase itself and take the rest of your turn. What else are you doing? Oh, I want to try to hit it with uh, my crossbow. Okay. Go ahead and make me an attack roll. So I don't think 14 is going to, or 15 And did you roll with disadvantage? <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay. All right. Your crossbow bolt is going to sail up, uh, almost hitting him, actually, but it's going to veer nice. off at the last second. Um, just barely I'm missing. I water. All right. Top of the initiative, Keiko. All right. Now that Keiko's invisible, um, <laughs> I'm going to cast a bonus action, spiritual weapon. Okay. Um, and she's going to place it kind of on the east of Zanata's Echo to breach it. Okay. Um, I've been waiting she... for this moment. Right. We both have our spiritual weapons up. Oh, yeah, right? I know. I'm excited. I'm really doing it second level. The band's level. getting uh, together. Yeah, the band <laughs> is getting together. So I will make it an attack with that. Okay. Um, and... Right now, I am not at disadvantage because I'm not within 30 feet of Wait, no, you said the echo counts for me. The, the echo right? will count. Okay. So then... So then, ta rewinding back, Christine might have then had to take a disadvantage on a save if we're counting, vice versa. Uh, I guess that's a good point. Yeah, okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, all yeah. right, so Christine, roll me another charisma dice again that's that, that that's a fair call that's a fair call mm -hmm. she's gonna get like a net 20 probably nope six okay well i will just have that affect you next round um all right um so that is uh Eight seventeen plus eight is a lot. 
That's um, pretty high. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that hits, right? Yeah. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Thank you. My brain is is mush right now. Um. A D8 plus three. That's going to be seven points of force damage. Okay. And then as my move action, Keiko's going to move forward 25 feet beside and then make a sword attack okay. at him. All right, you're attacking um, with disadvantage? Yes, I would argue if I'm invisible, would I be able to make the attack you're gonna with roll five. advantage? Okay. Oh, cute beans. This is why I was thinking about... Also, I just want to run past him because I was like, I don't want to bottleneck that corridor there Ooh, that's uh that's a 17 plus 8 again so 25 that's gonna hit roll me damage sweet d10 plus 2d6 do you need this broken up yes i do okay wow i rolled two ones on the psychic so the psychic damage is two okay and then the um, slashing damage is 10 points. Okay. Slashing damage is 10 points. What's your, uh, what's your strength bonus? My... Your ability mod? Uh, it's plus four. Four, okay. It is a magic sword. I don't know yep. if that means anything. It is a magic sword. All right, so stabbing in, it is going to pulse with the psychic energy, but the psychic energy is going to kind of emanate around... Elixir and the Hunter, but is not going to seem to be affected by it. Uh, the blade okay. is still going to hack into it, though, uh, dealing a decent amount of damage. And then I'm going to... Uh, I have 15 feet left of movement. Keiko's going to move uh, about five feet back from Fire. the Apotheon. Okay, the Apotheon is going to make an opportunity attack with disadvantage. Yeah, I you. have mobile. I have oh, mobile. Oh, you took mobile. Then uh, he's going to just kind of like reach his arm out to try to get you, but you're already gone by the time he does. All right. Nope. Next in the initiative, we have Dorlin. Dorlin, you're up. All right. Uh, Dorlin is going to use his bonus action and cast Kinetic Jaunt. And then uh, what he is going to do is he is going to uh, shimmy through the thing space like Zarya belly dancing and right. uh, just kind of move over to uh, the same space as Keiko's spiritual weapon because, you know, rock and axe. That's that's a good square, and then uh, then he's gonna try and uh, thunder fist this thing up its ruidium ass. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm guessing a uh, twelve, sorry, thirteen doesn't hit. Mm. Curse this disadvantage, and uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four will probably hit. That's with disadvantage. Right. That was with disadvantage. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, so one miss and one hit for. Uh, 14 thunder and disadvantage on anyone but me and I'm done okay. all right you slam into it with two thunder fists uh Zanata as you as you begin to take the the start of your turn um you are going to feel like a pulse inside of you and look down and see the spot on the side of your collarbone that the ruidium the ruidium shard hit you has begun to begun to pulse gain a level of exhaustion you are now one level of corruption Okie dokie. Uh, and Welcome also, to the club. do you remember how much damage you took last round? Uh, 15. Okay. I think. Take another 15. Ouch. Cool. 
Yeah, gotta be fair across the board, but it's your turn now, and oh god. Okay. Here comes the pain. I'm hoping that I'll make it to my next turn. I don't know if if I will with Zanata and the way since she's short rested. She slices, she dices, she even Julian's fries. Yes. Okay. Um, well, I will s spend my last unleash as well. Okay. And action surge. Oh boy. Is this the eight um, attack? Yeah. From the echo position. Okay. So your echo is going to be a blur of motion. Okay. That is... A dirty 20, okay. 22, yep. 21, yep. and 27. Okay, those are all on hits. The first four. And a dirty 20, 24, 25, and 27. Fighters are so broken in 5e. I love it. Everyone says they're so weak. It's not true. It's just that they only do the one thing, but they do it really well. Okay, that's slightly better damage rolling this time. Okay. Um, and uh, please divide your damage up if you are... You're wielding away a blade that does psychic damage? No, I'm not. I'm wielding Valus's blade. Okay, cool. Then uh, just give it to me as is. Get out the calculator. I, I am. Definitely. Uh, 102 points of damage. Fuck. Yes. Holy crap. Okay. Uh, there 8 is... 8 plus the melee damage. Sorry, sorry can you say that again? 102 damage. And that's yeah, not yeah. even max. <laughs> okay. Triple fucking digits. Uh, there is a blur of motion as enraged from from your um, from your wounding, you unleash your incarnation, slashing and dashing into this ruidium golem. Hit after hit begins to take chunk after chunk of it away as you slowly hack it to nothing reducing it to a vermilion haze. That's amazing. I've never done triple digits damage before, I don't think. <laughs> and as you are looking at that, Golem dissipates into this cloud of hazy vermilion powder floating in the wind. I get a perception roll off of all. Yes. Is that You'll one see Kago suddenly pop, pop into a... Into well, you would have popped, you would have popped when you stabbed. I was oh, greater uh, invisibility. Was it greater? Oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. no, that's why I was going to keep backing up and stabbing him invisibly. Where's Keiko? <laughs> oh, there she is. Yeah, no, that was greater invisibility. Checks? Or is it just saves? Uh, for you, you have disadvantage on checks. That one, isn't it? Is it? Is that exhaustion one From or two? exhaustion. 
Oh, your first level of exhaustion okay. gives so you. I'm actually rolling flat on perception then because I automatically have an advantage to perception checks due to one of my things. Yes. So I'm just going to roll flat then? Okay, yep. cool. All right, and then I we're rolling exhaustion. with disadvantage. No, you're uh, it, only if you have exhaustion. No, but we're within 30 feet. It's that's not those are checks, not attacks. Oh, checks, not. Yeah. Well, I thought one and was mine, attacks. Oh, no, it's saves. The other one's saves. Okay, that, saves. I, that that's what I was checking attacks. originally. Yeah. Okay, yes, yeah, sorry. I thought it was, I, no, I knew it was really not fine. attacks, but I thought it was checks, not saves. Um, 13 for Kago. Sorry, was that no. perception or investigation? Perception. Uh, yeah, that's why I was 25. checking because if Keiko's also applied disadvantage, it would have canceled out my advantage and then gotten disadvantage from exhaustion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Multiple things stacking. Dorlin is 24. extra surprised that Keiko just shows up again and got deuce. <laughs> 22. <laughs> 22? Okay. Zanata, what'd you get? 24. The double okay. deuce. Sabina and Keiko, what'd you get? Uh, 25. 25? Okay, so Keiko, you'll just appear and Dorlin is very happy to see you and that's going to distract you. The rest of you, <laughs> take a breath. You're back! And as you look at the mist that was the Ruidium Golem, start to notice something. Cloud isn't dissipating. In fact, in certain places, it's getting darker as the dust begins to Is slowly, it reforming? It's slowly reforming. Can I try and... Oh, wait, I don't notice. Never mind. Keiko! We should... We need to go. Run. <laughs> it's reforming. Let's go. What? It's not... He'll be back. Where? The dust isn't dissipating, Dorlin. It's getting Sorry, thick. What if we take away some dust? What? Me? Giving Zarya an inspiration for that? Uh, what? What did I say? I, oh, that wasn't me. Yeah, it was. Oh, he'll be back. Oh, okay. You said he'll be back. <laughs> okay. As, <laughs> as, the Iridium, as the Iridium Terminator reforms, you said he'll be back. You get a point of inspiration <laughs> for next session. Okay. Come with Zarya if you want to live. Keiko's like, well, what if we take some of him and he can't fully reform back? Oh, that's a really good idea. Adolin, do you have, Dolan, like, do you have a ball? vial? Um, or a little smaller? I got smaller? a different idea. Mm. I take the bag of holding <gasps> and what? I try and get it reforming into the bag of holding. It unfortunately will not work. Haze parts Jordan's around the actually... bag of holding. Okay. Well, that's oh. not going to work. Right. Oh. But the bag of holding, you just opened a bag of holding underwater and swiped it through open water. <laughs> so, um, the bag of holding doesn't feel any heavier. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> it's a very wet bag of holding. Yeah. Uh, but the the cloud is going to just it's still dissipated and as you um as you swipe the bag of holding through it it's almost I incorporeal. Mean, fair enough. We put all the gold in that bag of holding earlier so it's been opened underwater before. But, oh, absolutely. but it, it wasn't the Everything opening, it was the <laughs> swiping it through the water to put matter through it. Oh. So it's it's the mystical intent I'm deciding. Yep, mm -hmm. nope, I think Amazing. that's fantastic. That's great. 
It's that's awesome. Amazing. All right. Well, I'm kind of glad that didn't work, but uh, let's go. Yes. Yep. And as the Rudium statue continues to reform behind you, you head north or south? Uh, you north. Said north. You said north. Yeah. Okay. With that, you head deeper into the vents of fury. But that's going to be a story for next time because uh, I'm going to call game here for the night. So folks, that's going to be it for us. Uh, we'll be back next uh, next Tuesday with more Call of the Netherdeep. So I hope you enjoy that. Did you guys have a fun time this episode with all of the exposition and the and the, the yeah. ghost being like... That was, uh, mm. that was interesting. The ghost of Elixian's past. Yeah. Or the... It's interesting to see what's going on here. And uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's... I feel I'm like very we're in curious the magic to see what you're bus. all going to do. School bus. Oh, yeah. um, all right, so folks, that's going to be <laughs> it for us. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Call the Netherdeep. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night with um, a how to run the preludes and chapter three of Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Hopefully you'll join us there and you'll join us on Friday for how to play Pathfinder 2E. Uh, in the meanwhile, if you want to watch more Dorktales content, you can head to patreon.com slash dorktales uh, to do so. There's at least three or four additional bonus games just this month and five additional games next month or six uh, that are advanced access on there as well as uh, year two of Strixhaven starts next month. So you definitely want to get on that as well as a bunch of behind the scenes podcasts. There's always something going on on the Patreon and it's a great way to support the channel directly if you have a couple of extra bucks. Um, I, I particularly need to thank my world building producers, uh, Shalton and Soul Omen. I have to thank my demonic producer, Bercarius, pardon me, my divine producers as well, uh, DM Michael Gray and my mom, Jan, as well as Tammy, the wizard of the Patreon, uh, Tammy the Forever Cleric. And then I also have to thank the the High Council of the Patreon, uh, which consists of Taryn, the Traveler, Buddy, Trizelta, Amberthist, Cubby Gummy, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, uh, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Aladeth, LaRuke, and Sorcerer Sanguine. Ooh, that is a lot of people. That's 13 members of the council. It's it's is that a fellowship? No, fellowship. The council reigns supreme. <laughs> All right. Uh, and folks, that's going to be it for us. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, go support the Patreon because we're very close to having another game, another Star Trek game. It's going to start up if we do that. Uh, but we'll talk more about that later. We'll see you next time. Uh, stay out of the nether deep. Don't anger any statues. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Call of the Nether Deep is a Dork Tales production. It stars Chris Blog as Dorlin Wildrock, Robin Holford as Keiko Scar, Krista Mitchell as Sabina Morden, Caitlin Vinkel as Zaria Rain, and Christine Rattray as Zanata Vosh. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Dune by Monument Studios. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a role player can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your role-playing experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers. Our world-building producers, Shulton and Jade, the maker of monsters. Our divine producers, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful, and, uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. Our demonic producer, Bricarious. Our fun, but evil, Funkel. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizard of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric. You're a wizard now, Tammy. 
our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trizelta, aka James Bododge, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, The Traveler, Raven with Baubles, Karasha Urquhart, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Aladeth, and Larouk, our level 20 hero, Mike Eilat, the graphics guy, our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the straw hat devil, Hans H. Boundahoof, Professor Multiverse, Snowy323, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Prophet of Woe, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Renee Hayes, Spork Saber, Sorcerer Sanguine, Colin Son, Iron Warrior X, Danica Rising, Void Weaver, and Rufio our very important patrons who donate five or more dollars per month, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, Robin Holford, the wine master, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Hillary, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Olivia, Joe Abad, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, The Bongmaster, David Ellis, Jeremy Smith, Lockjen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Paulicino, Chris Deeds, Malazang, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Just Andy, an insomniac veterinarian, Marcel, Loscrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Mr. J's Comics, Ethereal Ashy, The Dixon Three, Owls, Bartold, KC, Eduardo Garcia, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Caitlin Vinkel, Brandon Keane, Walter Manbeck, Wordsmite 12, Diggy Diggy Blog, Marcos Olguin, Ardrick, and Chris Kane. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embry, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Robin Barton, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Heavy Metal and T, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Shannon McLean, Oni Yuri, Cade Green, and Stephen Pearson. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktail survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.